Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listen to discretion is advised. Yeah. see a lot of Lucky. each other, yes. What did we do Friday? Uh, uh, roller, Friday, roller Friday skating. We oh, that's right. We went rollerblading. Scott and I went rollerblading on Friday. That was so fun, fun, man. It was so fun, right? I didn't see you on Friday, but I felt you on Friday. Me and you. We were together forever all weekend. I, you know, even though we spent pretty much all of Saturday together, I felt like it was all weekend. Yeah. Is that, really, a good, is that a good or bad thing? That's a great thing, man. <laughs> Very good thing. We give you so much energy. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't three days. like... Oh, sick of Tony. I didn't feel that way at all. Whoa. Probably the <laughs> nicest thing I'll say all week. Dang, that's amazing. Wow. And we're already here. Monday, 6.06, and we're done. I said something nice. Not, I know, but then you go, that's the nicest thing I'll say all week. <laughs> so just deal with it for the rest of the week. Well, I do want to say that all three is, look, mm, chef's kiss. So <laughs> handsome with your new facial hairstyles. Thank, well, you. Well, thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you. I feel like we've talked about it for so long, but it was only Saturday. And uh, we haven't really discussed it on the air for everybody. Yeah, unless you saw us on Saturday or, you know, follow us on the socials. On the socials. At R-I-Z-Z show. Uh, yeah, then then a lot of people are just tuning into the webcams going, oh, my God. Oh, there. Okay, yeah. So if you missed the end of Friday show, which was very dramatic, a very dramatic real or fake result. Very dramatic. Yeah, top top five in the drama category. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Oh, for it wasn't sure. quite Riz hitting the ground, but it was up there. You guys were holding hands. 
Yeah, for, yeah. for only the second time. Somebody captured ever. the moment and they put it on Twitter. It was uh, Remy. Oh, yeah. it was Remy? Yeah. Re- Remy got it right here. He took like a, a beautiful action pro- shot, professional photograph of <laughs> the moment. The moment that the result was read, where that picture wound up being fake. I hit the Hail Mary. Moon finds out. He's not in first place anymore. <laughs> I've been in first place the whole eight weeks or whatever the heck it was, and then that moment. That last pick, and then Dawn. Craig Gass is in the background. He's got the oh <laughs> face. <laughs> Man. He's got oh. Yeah, Moon had that, that experience because in his mind he was like, no matter if you get this lock correct, we're tied. So this is great. Yeah. And then I, you did the math again. You're like, oh, yeah, we did the oh, yeah. We're, we're uh, we had to remath it. It was a roller coaster. Yeah. For you my won. Heart. You failed. You won. You yeah, failed. I yeah. lost like, like right. 16 hours of my so, life. Grace, if you get this right, we're tied, right? Yeah. 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 We're tied. We're tied. Oh, I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm safe. And then come to realize when we actually put pen to paper, oh, mm-hmm. no, you are not safe. You lose. <laughs> yeah, man. That was so good. Yeah. Extended, you lose. extended family would be around in my bed. I'll be 95. And I'll pass, and they'll say, man, he, if he only had those 12 more hours he could have had, had he not had that day on Real or Fake where his emotions were toyed with. Mm-hmm. And then heartbreak. Oh, poor Absolute guy. heartbreak. <laughs> but it, I will say I, I had just like the this, this smallest bit of relief when I got the lampshade. Yes, yes. And not the uh, the mutton chops. The mutton chops or... Chin strap was the chin one strap. I did not want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could rock chin strap, that. man. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true, you are what you eat, and you've turned into the Pringles, man. You're looking <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah, I you got a good. lot of pictures sent to me saying, oh, you look like this guy, you look like this okay, guy. Okay, so as soon as the competition was over, w- the wheel was spun, the wheel of uh, facial hair. <laughs> and who spun first? Was it Moon spun T- first? No, oh, no, no, Tony, no, Tony spun first. Okay, yeah. so you got the horseshoe. Yeah, the horseshoe. Mm-hmm. Which is basically the Hogan. The Hogan, yeah. which looks good. And you had a wrestling event yesterday, so it looks, it, I mean, you fits. fit right in. It worked so well with the wrestling thing yesterday. And I walked in, and people like like the the fellows backstage, uh, the fellows all backstage, when I walked in, they were like, hell yeah, man, that this looks guy's rad. Really committed. And I go, I go, not by choice. And they go, what? And now I got to explain it. And then there's guys from out of town that are there, and so I'm explaining it. And then they're like, wait a minute. So that is because you guessed wrong if boobs are real or fake. And these <laughs> yeah. are giant, you know, six-foot. 275 pound man. I'm really committed to this. So, so I this start. Wrestling thing. Well, hold yeah. on. So I start explaining the real or fake thing to these wrestlers that are, you know, pro wrestlers that are traveling the country doing this. <laughs> One guy walks by as we're talking about this, and he walks by and he goes, "Hey, man!" I go, "Yeah." He goes, "Quit this. Your job is way cooler than what we do." I'm like, "All right, man. <laughs> that's awesome." <clears throat> See, I'm really committed to the craft. Yeah, yours fits in perfectly for. The majority of your life, honestly, like I, I can see you coming back to this uh, uh, by choice. It's now, at some point, in in some fashion, maybe not as dramatic. Let's as address the controversy with his, with his facial hair. Well, not the controversy. Fact that there's a soul. So he kept the soul patch. Yeah, and d- full disclosure, I did it because I thought it looked hilarious. Like I didn't do it because I was like, oh yeah. man, this is gonna look so much better. I yeah, kept yeah. it fat. I kept it thick. I didn't run like trimmers <laughs> through it or anything. I left it that way. Well, you got the little what do they call it? The flavor saver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, right. the little that's, that's flavor saver underneath your uh, <laughs> the middle of your lip, of your bottom lip. It's like yeah. a little mud flap for Dude, your lips. But if you look at horseshoe mustaches online, it's about 50-50 Have that? Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah. 
It's about 50-50. Yeah. And so, and, I wasn't and I calling into question because I thought you were trying to cheat out or not look yeah, so yeah, silly or yeah. something. I was well, just like, let, we, you know, we're doing, we, we got to make sure we're accurate yeah. at all and times the, here. And the one one person said something to me while we were at Point Fest, and he was like, hey, man. He's like, and I pulled up the phone, I showed him, he's like, ah. And I said, here, I'll do this. I go, I'm going to do a week and a half with it and a week and a half without it. Yeah. Done. I would like to see it without it. I, I'm going to, I'm on, and, on Sunday, I will shave it off. Right. Now. I spun after that, and I got lampshade, which is the typical, like, you know, 80, 80s cop mustache. Right, so it, Porno it, stash. Right, it allows me to really lean into a few different characters. Uh, you can you can play the officer real well, especially with a particular type of glasses mm-hmm. or something. Um, but I've also noticed that if I put anything sort of sporty on like I have today, I look like a, 80, a 1988 football coach. You look like you're wearing an old... San Francisco Giants, yeah, satin starter jacket. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm either on Does the base. I'm, I'm either on right the on Bruce the mound. Bochy. Yeah, like Bruce Bochy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Either, I'm either on the yeah. mound or I need a Bruce Bochy. I'm either on the mound or I need a whistle. If I just if I had a whistle <laughs> around my neck right now, like I fit in so many places, and nobody's gonna really be upset with me. So that there's there's coach, there's police officer, there's a couple other things. But my favorite thing, as you mentioned, and the first person to really point it out came up to me and said, oh, I love it. That was the first sentence. Her second sentence was, you look just like a porn star. That was the second sentence. Who was this person that said that? Oh, I forgot. Marie Patrico. Oh, that's Tony's right. mom Tony's said mom the two said sentences that, that, that was backstage. I love that, and you look like a porn star. Which, if you connect the two and then connect it back to Marie, I was kind of surprised. Okay. <laughs> it would have been even more shocking if she would have been specific as to which porn star. <laughs> right. That's what I, I went. I went, oh, wow, this sheds a light. Which like, one, Marie? That's where your mind went. Which one of your I favorites? I love it. Stash Marie? Stanley. <laughs> so that was cool. So I can lean into that one, too. If it, well, not really, but. Uh, Did you find the Bruce Bochy picture? That Bruce Bochy only had like a goatee. He didn't have a mustache. Oh, You're thinking of somebody thinking else. Somebody I don't else. know. I'm thinking Dennis Eckersley. Well, what's oh, his face? Uh, oh yeah, dude, the coach no, Mike no. Dicka. I know who you're talking about. You're talking about the coach from the Padres, I think. You're talking about the coach from from Major League. I mean, Mike Dicka's no, is that major, same thing? The coach from Major League had a thick red yeah. mustache. Yeah, the broom. Well, it was yeah, yeah, brown red. But he had the broom. So he my, had the broom. My, mine's not long. Uh, not that super long. So here's Bruce Bochy as a player. I look like Farva. That's what I'm thinking of. That face of the player. Yeah, that he, that's the face I'm thinking of. Yeah, I look like Super Trooper. I look like all the Super Troopers. <laughs> Throw him in a Giants satin jacket, old school. And when he was the Giants, it was it was pretty gray and it was goatee. So you're 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 putting the two together. See, that's pretty much yeah. what he was with the Giants. Mm. Yeah, you got to pull up a Ditka picture though. It's the there's yeah, one that is ideal. like an old Ditka. Yeah, he's got my dad's uh, stash, like the just the broom. The hey, I've been doing this since the fifties, broom. Well, I uh, backstage at Point Fest, you know, saw Tony's girlfriend and, and Moon's wife, and Moon, your your wife had more the look of uh, disappointment. Yeah, I mean, uh, she she was relieved though that it wasn't the chin strap or something else. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, you got the yeah, Ditka. The Ditka. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and he's, and got, to- he's got the sports jacket on. Tony's girlfriend was more angry than anything else. <laughs> was she? Yeah. Uh, I mean, she's listen. She's she's okay now. It, it's it's oh, definitely really? it's definitely like couple nights living with it. Everything settled. In, it's settled in, and she said, you know, <laughs> at first I hated it, but now it's okay. But yeah, she was not thrilled. She was angry Saturday, and uh, yeah, your wife was disappointed. It, yeah. It's funny because my wife heard on Friday because I was resigned to the fact that I was going to have to right. spin the wheel. 
And she goes, I don't, she goes, I heard the, the the wives and girlfriends were upset. She goes, she goes, I don't care. She goes, you're the one that's looking like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> well, my <laughs> wife so also good. has this like really, really big thing that I uh, I will be participating with her. So it's like stage and in front of a, a whole lot of people. And she's like, you know, what if you... What if you got the, the chin strap or something? I'm supposed to introduce it. And I saw a lot of people yesterday that I haven't seen in a while. I hadn't seen Jacoby in years. And he looked at me, and I saw the moment when he realized. He goes, oh, dude, like, well, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm sorry about the mustache. I forgot. I I, for, I keep forgetting about it until I see people's face kind of yeah, yeah. give me double takes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, my face. Yeah, but these kind of mustaches are kind of in style now. I was going to say, you, yeah, think, you really bit. think that he looked at you and was like, look I, at this guy with a mustache? I, well, he didn't. I'm saying he didn't recognize me at first. And then went, oh, my God, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, these kind of mustaches. Very, yeah. very, very uh, hipster. Now, when they you, not ever, I mean, they've never not been popular. When you go, right, when you go fishing uh, and, and you take a picture with your fish and then you see the picture and you realize, oh, my God, I look like an idiot. <laughs> like, I, I forgot. Okay. Honestly. It looks it, all right. It looks fine if I match everything else, if, my, if I match my intention. And even, like, how you carry yourself. See, here's the thing, though, Don't man, you guys I, agree with, with your facial hair? You kind of, like, carry yourself... Maybe. Yeah. I mean, just to, to slide. I mean, already today you're wearing a coach's uh, jacket Right. There. Look at me. I've totally yeah. shifted. I bet if this was 10 years ago, this would be a way worse punishment for all of us. But now weird hipster mustaches are in, man. This is the thing. Yeah. Kid, kids, I say kids, but teens, adults, early 20s, they're walking around with mullets right Honestly, now. Honestly, if I would have lost, I would have been okay rocking that. Rocking just this? to see. Just yeah, to see. Just mind. to see. Just to see. I, I'm, I'm wondering... What I would look like with a I, mustache like that. Great. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to when I do, because obviously if you want to grow back a beard, you're going to have to get rid of all of it and then kind of go back or at least trim it down. Mm. I'm 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 probably going to go at least one day just mustache, just lash <laughs> Yeah. Because I want to know what I look like, like it's Tom Selleck. Now, let's talk about Scott. He spun and he got the pencil mustache, which is the John Waters Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like just like, little, yeah. little line above the lip. The epic dapper stash. No, I know that's a tough. That's a tough thing to shave in. Yeah, that's very scary. Down. You're like, do not all of a sudden get weird and just barely miss a. Because uh, it almost like if you look at John Waters, if you look at his picture, and John Waters, the, the very famous director, it almost looks like his is so perfect it's drawn in. I think yeah. he had his tattooed on. And him. that's why it's so called too. a pencil mustache because it looks like someone took a pencil and just drew a mustache. Now I'll say yours was a bit. A bit too thick on Saturday. Yeah, I watched a video and tried <laughs> to do it just that, like the, the guy that shaved it, you know, because I wanted to know how to do it correctly, and and it was like the same size as his, and he said it was pencils. Like sweet, yeah, that's no, what it is. and I sent you guys a picture by the way, and no one responded, so I'm like, well, okay, I it's didn't, good. I didn't want to be the, you know, that, yeah, there's a bunch guy. of different He's, varieties. You, yeah, you you are you are so set on that. But yet, you just sent a picture and didn't say, like, is this cool? Okay? Like, I sent a picture and I went, here we go. And, like, that was it. I didn't expect anybody to just be like, hey, what the, that's wrong. Well, you yeah, know what I'm but, saying? Like, well, it's also right. seeing it in person. So what what I think you were missing, and people were pointing out at PointFest, was that uh, it was the length. So yours was like, you know, like no, yours was like a kindergarten pencil thickness, and then it was also long. It was it, over your lip. That's a tough yeah, one. It was, to it was the length. It was, and it, that, and and I think what you did works out. It was the thickness because it was going over his lip. Once we got rid of over the lip and we trimmed it down, like right now, hysterical man. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you look. Now you look. Very intentional. Before you looked very strange. I would like to see you though completely sh- like clean shaven and just that. Yeah, man. The last time I clean shaved, it broke out and I 
I hate that. It hurts so oh, bad. So out. I'm like, I don't know if I'm doing that because uh, they got ingrown hair and all that crap. Right. I'm like, no, thank you. Well, I just want to say, you guys all look yeah. terrific. Thanks, man. So do you. You got a nice yeah. trim that day, Thanks. a nice beard trim. You came to Point Fest looking sharp. Well, I had an appointment. I know, I know. To go see my guy, Joe, and <laughs> what all intentions have gone, all right, give me a chin strap. We came looking <laughs> like this, and you were as groomed as you could be. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Looking yeah, absolutely beautiful. <laughs> he was all hey, ready. And so, he dyed it extra dark. It yeah. Looks Moon, do you have a sweater vest at home or just a regular sweater? Um, I, so, could, somebody's, I could probably find a sweater. Somebody's already asking. They go, he's got to go full Ted Lasso at least one time. Because yeah, you, oh, you look like Ted yeah. Lasso, Lasso like too. A, you oh, got, you so got a collared go. shirt with a sweater vest. Yep. Okay. Or yeah, just or just a collared shirt with a sweater over it, like a long sweater too. I have a youth large sweater if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> look up Bob Brenly. I think that's may, maybe who I'm I'm thinking of. What? Yep, that's a, that's a hundred percent who you're thinking of. Oh let's my! This is a Giants player. Hold on. No, well, he managed he managed the Diamondbacks. Bob Brenly, Giants. Oh boy, is that who I'm thinking of? Yeah, but he's not a coach. He's just a player, and he's not in a jacket. You want the jacket picture? <laughs> I need him in a jacket. <laughs> Here he is, coaching the Arizona Diamondbacks in that jacket. What's up? Separated at birth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, with those oh, cheesy man. glasses. Those glasses are nice, dude. You could. Those glasses those. barely cover his eyeballs. I'm not doing. What's those the point of those? I don't know. Those are the silly. That's to make your forehead look like it's no, not there anymore. You know what those are? Those are the Oakleys that you bought at the gas station. Those are for fishing boats only. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's totally acceptable on a lake because there's some practicality of making sure you have no sun coming in from the eyebrows of the sides, but that's a silly look. Hey, there is something that we have to point out here is that if you played baseball in the 1980s, regardless of what team you played for or who you were around, you at some point looked like this. Every 80s baseball player is this guy With right here. With a mustache? Here. Yeah. You have some sort of mustache. You, I mean, like they all put him and and old school Don Mattingly, oh, Don Mattingly. and Gibson yeah. and like all these dudes next to each other. They all look the same. Like Wade Boggs. Well, yeah. they, and and, yeah, and they're short, all your dad. Mike short, Schmidt. Shortly after the next the next uh, uh, generation of that, all they did was just extend it and do the circle beard. They just yeah. did the yep. circle You're right. thing. They all did the full yeah. goatee. Which You're the right. mustache looks uh, much better. All right, so we uh, so I we agree. had the Hot Shots pre party Saturday, Hot Shots St. Charles. And you know what's funny? I got there. I was there first. And I go, there's nobody here. It started at 1130. I'm like, oh, my God, there's nobody here. And then by 1130, everybody was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, we, were, we were there early. Everybody like, came at once. Did I go to the wrong one? I think Tony and I looked at each other, and we said, oh, my God, this is empty. I, lo- I looked at Riz, and I went, I went, dude, I am so shocked that there is nobody here yet. Like, and then, nobody here and yet. And then snap of the fingers, and everybody's Yeah, we, we did one, we did one like, live call-in, and after we did the one live call-in, we like, literally set the mic down, and we turned around, and the place was packed. <laughs> packed. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> the, the weekend of the year as far as weather, though. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Couldn't have been more perfect weather. Yeah. For Saturday's Point Fest, the complete opposite of when we try to do it in May. Yeah, congratulations to Tommy, uh, uh, all the the Point uh, listeners, uh, every festival in the state that just happened to have their festival this weekend. You know, like all the Oktoberfests and oh, all that. Yeah. Like this was the the you lucked out. What a uh, blessing weekend! I think the yeah. Casey Car Show was yesterday. Oh yeah, that, yeah. that was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the most perfect day oh, ever. Oh, the most perfect day for it. Everything was yeah. um, like that. Weather was. You want to talk about a plus? It wasn't too hot. Yep. It wasn't too cold. Even the evening. Yeah. It was a congratulations. Yeah. God loves you. And and by the way, at the the car show yesterday, I won third with my Geo Metro. Oh, nice! Oh, congratulations, oh, dude. That Metro's had some miles, yeah. man. Yeah. 
Congratulations. Fully stock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fully stock Metro. Yeah, look at the rims. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> it was, when, when the sun went down, it was, it was on the cusp of, do we do a sweatshirt? Like, I'm still okay with shorts. I, uh, I, I'm i still okay with shorts on, but do I do a maybe a sweatshirt? I'm not sure. The, when I, I go either way. When I stood up to leave, I stood up and I put on the, like, button-down, like, flannel jacket thing that I had. I put that on to walk to the car. But other than that, I wasn't cold. <sighs> I wasn't chilly. Uh, it, you, I could have put it on earlier, perfect. but it was great, man. It was absolutely perfect. Perfect weather. Yeah. It was uh, almost just... Too slightly too sunny, but otherwise perfect. <laughs> Not a cloud in the sky, <laughs> and it was great to seeing everybody at our meet and greet. Yeah, that was awesome. That was very nice. I like the fist bump thing. That's just quicker, oh, just it's nuts. better, just not nuts. sweaty it's and so gross. Much, yeah, yeah, it's, it's so nice. good. There's no questions. There's no confusion. It's just a bank. Yep, just there it is. just knuckles. And I realized since I was kind of at the front of the line there, uh, the first few times I didn't understand that I need to just go ahead and stick it out early. And have the fist ready so that way people understand, because otherwise they come up with the the old traditional handshake. Yeah, no, you're the authority yeah. here. You got to start it. You I gotta, had to yeah, start you it. You're first that. in line. Yeah, you got you got to have the knucks out there. Yeah, there were no handshakes, no hugs, just knucks. Worked that was out nice. Great, and thanks for everybody. I did not shake one hand yeah. <laughs> at that meet and greet. Not one. I did not shake one yeah. hand. I was thrilled though. There was uh, one lady. I think she had a couple drinks. And she was like, hey, can we get a one-on-one picture? I'm like, sure. And then she uh, decided to grab my hair. And you're like, oh, oh nasty. Okay. So my hair uh, got a good washing. It was good. Okay. <laughs> How about the one guy that was yelling for Moon who had a drink in his hand, was so hammered, he kept backing up and oh, then fell. Oh, my God. Yeah, fell, yeah, fell straight right backwards. Back. I it thought happened. his shoes fell off at first, but I realized it was his cup. It happened. He popped back up. He was fine. Yeah. He was having a good time. It's party, man. Like to... to what a, day, what a day to, it was to drink early, time. you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Least, as, so as we were doing our meet and greet, uh, uh, stage announcements still had to be still had to be made. And yeah. uh, you know, since all the air personalities were, were doing the meeting and the greeting, we had to have two fill-ins to do stage announcements. Fill-in number one was John Patrico. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Who introduced a band called The Warning. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, did he understand what a what a stage intro was? Because uh, he did like research on the band. He 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 part he got it. I mean, he understood what he was doing. But like, he came up to me and he goes, "I go, Dad. So the band's name is The Warning. Here's what you." And he cut me off and he goes, "I did my research." I go, "What do you mean you did your research?" He goes, "They're three ladies. They're sisters from they're, they're from Mexico." He goes, "They uh, did a song with uh, Metallica." And I'm like, "Oh my God!" Well, and you know what? I applaud that. Yeah, that's that's a guy cool. who took his job seriously. Yeah, yeah. He was given a task and he. Rocked it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, you're not going to say any of that. I go, you're literally going to go up there and you're going to go, hey, I'm John Patrico. Here's the warning. And then you can walk away. Well, he, did a little, he did a little something, something. He did a yeah, little something. A little and he, he, trust me. He, yeah. I'm sure we'll talk to him on Thursday, but he's got things to say. So yeah. What does he have to say? He goes, to... I, he, goes, he goes, the crowd didn't really uh, give me my, what I was looking for. They really, oh, my I goes, God. He goes, I gave a joke, and I didn't really, it didn't really hit all that well, so I don't know. <laughs> well, take it back. <laughs> Dude, that's the best. I I'm wish like, I could okay, have seen his Dan. face when he's like, oh, for sure this is going to nail. <laughs> then he says it, and no one yeah. responds. Like, yeah. okay. In your head, this I worked this out. This is going to kill. It's <laughs> the best in my head. Zero Wait for reaction. applause. And Wait for house. nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Thousands of people out there, not a response. That's good. And then uh, Craig Gas, our buddy, uh, he was to intro New Year's Day, 
and we're sitting at the meet and greet, <laughs> and we hear in the background, Craig got on the mic. And then he says something to the effect of, hey, just want to let you guys know there's, it's, you know, Something happened to a member of the Riz show backstage. No, no, well, no. He's, he's oh, said, yeah. I need everybody's it's attention. attention. Need everybody's attention. I have, ho- I have horrible news. Yeah, horrible news. Breaking Something news. has happened to beloved member of the Riz show that goes by the name of Moon. Well, he and then paused he repeated before. It. No, no, no. And then he paused again. Paused. And then he goes, again, something terrible has happened involving beloved member of the Riz show named Moon. I heard a... Collective gasp. Yeah, he said he's ne- he's never quieted twelve thousand people faster <laughs> because because the front of that stage was packed. Yeah, I he, mean it was jam packed. He, he goes he goes even even the tension made me nervous. He's like you should have seen it. Like it was just pure well, tension out there. Well, you know what? After you know what we've been through with Jeff, <laughs> it's yeah, the timing to do jokes I mean, like that. <laughs> timing couldn't have been better. But yeah, he's no, the comedian, but- and then he proceeded to. Talk for a minute about your penis escaping and well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You pull down your trousers or something like that and just let it all hang out. Yeah, there's something like an elbow in it. Yeah, yeah. It I mean, impressive. he spent a minute talking about your enormous penis. I know how everyone I ran know. away from it. I it told so him not to tell people. Well, the look on your face at first was sheer <laughs> horror, and then it was then it got to kind of relief knowing it was so over the top that he was joking about it. Yeah. Right. That everybody would get the joke. Right. Yeah. And did you notice how much everyone respected you after that? Like, yes. No, you, that guy. I, I had uh, about 1,011 uh, uh, congratulations. Because uh, <laughs> we still had a signing to do, or, uh, you know, the, the meet yeah. and greet. So people were coming through and saying congratulations. I was like, oh, thanks on what? And they're like, you know, the... I didn't know your the, penis the, had an elbow in it. Yeah, the, 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 the ween. And I was like, oh, hey, th- yes, thank you. I told them not to tell. Probably I one thought, of the. I thought of, we were friends. I thought I could trust him. Five stage announcements I've ever heard. It was yeah. brilliant. It yeah, was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, Craig. Well done. Yes, thank you, Craig. <laughs> oh, you got you got you got to mention it too. You got to mention how he actually brought the band out. Uh I don't remember that part. He did an impression, did he not? Oh, he did oh, his Gene right. Simmons. Yeah. And why did he do the Gene Simmons? Because wrist? the band asked him to do the Kiss intro. Yeah. Not knowing that Craig does. Gene Simmons. And not knowing that we, first off, just talked about that. Second, because Craig was in here. Second, there was a dude that recognized, that not recognized him, but knew the story of Craig getting into it with Gene Simmons. Oh. In the band. Because because he said, hey, how do you want me to bring you out? And she said, oh, we, we you know, we're huge fans of Kiss, so if you could do the, you wanted the best, you got the best. I mean, and Craig goes, do you know who I am? <laughs> and they went through the whole thing, so she called the band over, and one of the guys in the band was like, oh, oh no, man, this dude. Oh, Craig Gass from the Stern Show. That's amazing. Yeah. And they just by chance by asked chance. for that. How wow. serendipitous. And then he brought the band out as the Gene Simmons character. Yeah, you wanted the best, you got cool. it. The hottest band in the world. After New, all that, about goes, my New Year's Day. And then he goes, New Year's Day. And if I, there are very few people that ca- caught it. But he goes, you wanted the best, you got the best. Here they are. New Year's Day. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Great. That's amazing. Great. That's so neat. And, uh, man, I, I, uh, one of my top ever stage intros, introducing Yellow Wolf and, and Shooter Jennings, Oh yeah, and that crowd yeah. was into it. I couldn't even get the whole name Yellow Wolf out before that place went completely bonkers ballistic. That's awesome. That is good. It was a pretty flawless point fest. It really was. Even yeah. Tony texted me yesterday, said, "Hey man, I was 
pretty good. I was like, yeah. this has one, been one of the most memorable for like there was no drama, was there was drama nothing free. crazy. Was. I yeah. never, I never even had to speed walk somewhere. Usually, I'm speed walking yeah. somewhere. I never had to speed walk anywhere. It was all casual. Everybody smiled. It was awesome. Yeah, it was it wasn't a fun. Day. We weren't being pulled like you know, do this, do this, do this, do this, and and even the backstage was like. Very chill. All the bands, everybody, all the was crew, so chill. just everybody was just like, yeah, man. Everybody else. Yeah, I didn't feel like an ego day either. Like no. all the bands seemed very well, cool and yeah. just relaxed. Well, you had some great bands that that were that were not egotistical bands. Yeah, it was fun. Everybody from almost you know, everybody. Almost. Almost everybody. Well, besides my solo band stuff. Dang but. near everybody. I mean, you should have seen Scott just walking around here with that mustache. Yeah, cog of the walk, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everybody from, you know, Papa Roach to Hailstorm to even the Holly Suspect guys, where everybody was... Uh, how, everybody how about the fact awesome. that, and I don't know if this happened to you guys, but I know it happened to me. I know it happened to King Scott. I know we kept giving him trouble because they were the Point Fest dagger. We used to... The Richters, the the, lo- the local fellows, the yeah, Richters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they've been on now three bills, and now they finally got to play <laughs> at the Point Fest. Those are quite possibly the nicest dudes in the St. Louis area. Yeah. Heck, yeah, man. They were I awesome. mean, dude, the absolute well, the story nicest. Them, it goes... They were supposed to play last year, and this basically the stage broke, so they couldn't play. They were the uh, the local band winners. Correct. Yeah. So back in 2021, the stage broke, and they couldn't play. Uh, they were supposed to be back on May of 2022. Mother Nature said, nope, you ain't playing. Yeah. And now they finally got to do their set triumphantly. Mm-hmm. Finally, Point Fest, September of 2022. Nice to see the guys from Brook Royal play again. Uh, man, I forgot how much Shaman's Harvest kick ass. Yep. Those guys are so good. Sure do. So it, was a, it was a great show. It was a great yeah. show. There were some special moments, too, especially. Very special moments. Especially, you know, revolving around our buddy Jeff. Uh, the guys in Highly Suspect stopped the show to give a moment of silence for Dang. Jeff with all the lights down. Uh, how about uh, Jacoby Shaddix from Papa Roach wearing a Jeff Burton forever? That cut was off, so cool, man. Cut off T-shirt. The whole day, the whole he day. put it on at like noon, and did the whole show in that sh- in that shirt. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. and pictures are all over social media. Were you still there when he did the shout out? I was just walking. Yeah, so they did. They break into like uh uh, I, is it next episode or forgot about Dre? It's one of the Dre songs where it's the piano song, the boom 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 yep. boom boom. That they did like a little breakdown of that, and Jacoby on the mic went, "Hey." We we here at Papa Roach, we are dedicating the rest of this show to our friend Jeff Burton. And then he said, you know, like, F cancer. And then he was like, if you've ever missed somebody, this song's for you. And, you know, we miss you, Jeff. And, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. And it was really awesome. And I was sitting next to Julie, his uh, Julie, Jeff's wife, uh, her the daughters, and Jeff's brother, too. Yeah, yeah, I saw oh, Derek sure? there. Oh, cool. I saw Derek there. But also, you know, I got to shout out to the guys in Brookwell, the drum head. Oh, yeah. The, on the bass drum had, you know, Jeff's cartoon on Cartoon Jeff. gave that to us. Awesome. Which I said, I said, we'll hang that in the office. Oh, they, they gave that to us? Oh, yeah. oh that's, that's rad, really man. Cool, that's super man. cool. Thank you, guys. But before Pop Roach came on, you know, we, well, the whole Point Air staff came out, you know, introduced everybody. Uh, congratulations, by the way, to Steph, who's going to be doing nights here starting today. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Awesome, yeah. So you're going to hear a, you're going to hear a live local voice uh, from 6 a.m. until seven to midnight. I, I'm just saying you will hear someone on this radio station yep. from 6 a.m. until yeah, midnight. You get that there. almost nowhere else. Yeah, absolutely nowhere. Yeah, nowhere else. This is huge. So congratulations to her, and everybody got to meet Liv for the first time. She's awesome. 
She had a great time. She had the a blast. Yeah. You know, she comes from a radio station in Maine where they don't do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And and I didn't know this, but I found this out on Saturday. Her number one and two bands interchangeably, like they go they go back and forth, are the Struts and Hailstorm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I said, welcome to St. Louis. Here's your first boy fest yeah. designed for you. Oh, she had a big smile on her face the entire time. So introduced the Point Air staff and then, uh, you know, did a, uh, you know, did a, a, a little thing about, uh, you know, we're missing a guy. A dedicated Point Fest, you know, 2022 to Jeff. And I threw it to a video, which played on the big screen. And uh, shout out to uh, Video Joey for putting that together. Great. Absolutely fantastic. And then came back and brought uh, Julie out, Julie and the girls out on stage. And uh, it was awesome to see them. Glad they came. And uh, Julie said a couple words out of the crowd, thanking everybody. And uh, we unveiled uh, what is to be hanging in the studio here. Probably later today they're going to hang it up. We need to figure out where we're going to put this thing. Mm -hmm. It's a giant... it's not a plaque, but it's a... Is it like a shadow box? A shadow it's box. a shadow box display. A Im- shadow Im- box imagine display. a shadow box and a gold record. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's put together. And it's Jeff's favorite Kermit shirt, mm-hmm. and it's in the shadow box, and there's a little plaque, and there's some pictures uh, on there, and it's going to hang you know, forever in the studio. And I do have to shout out uh, Steve, Hannah, and Beck at the Great Frame Up right down the street. Oh, spectacular. Right? All it, is, it is gorgeous. Not only did they help create and, and frame that piece in honor of Jeff for the studio, but they did it in a rush last week to get it to us by Point Fest. So thank you. Wow, thank Steve Hannah back from the Great Frame Up. That was one of the uh, scariest jobs I've ever had is uh, Matthew's like, hey, you're going to have to carry this off the stage. Like, Dude, I have to oh, carry yeah. this thing? Well, while he's carrying it, too, all the lights go off. Yeah, you're like, oh, about to start. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I was watching no. him going, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Wouldn't that be a terrible okay, story? Okay, and the funny thing was was Casey and Abby, Jeff's daughters, I, I asked them, like, hey, you guys bring out Papa Roach. And they kept saying... Hey, this is going to be a hard intro, meaning as soon as you say, ladies and gentlemen, Pop Roach, the band is coming out. Yeah, mm-hmm. get out. So I said to the girls, I goes, hey, you better say it and you better dip. You better <laughs> run off the stage or else you will be part of Pop Roach. <laughs> I can imagine them just running out and them they're still standing there. But they did a great job. Julie did a great job. And uh, and uh, that that shadow box thing looks amazing. I can't. I, we got to yeah. figure out where, where are we going to put that? I think they I already had were, an idea. Where? They were going to put it, like, over here by me, like, so it, it would always be ca- on camera and prominent and everything, but I don't think it's going to fit here anymore. No. So they said there big. was two spots. They're going to either put it over there behind your right shoulder, Riz, or they're going to put it out there in the hallway entering the studio. Oh, about, yeah. What about below? Nah. Fi- it's no? not. There's not enough space. Yeah. It's much bigger than that. It's much bigger. Yeah. I gotta, At it, least up a, and down-wise. I am terrible. When it comes, if somebody draws something out as far as redecorating a house goes, was there a period? I'm one of these people. (laughs) I am terrible. Period. (laughs) No, when somebody draws out something like, "Hey, we're redecorating a house," you know, we're planning out a house. Right. This is what it's going to look like, and they put put it on paper. I'm terrible at visualizing. Visualizing. I am am too. I think my wife has that skill, and I have not. I have that skill, too, and I can see exactly where it fits perfect. Over in WIL, there's, like, a beautiful spot that's open already. <laughs> that's not going to work. Oh. I thought that would be... I guess we'll figure... I'd like, it to, I'd like it to be on camera every day. That's possible. Yeah, I guess we'll... This window's really throwing a they're, they're, window they're, into things. We'll get at the tape measure. 
they're working on I think it might go over your right shoulder, Riz, because that'll be on camera. Like, even if it's in that corner, yeah. like it, it'll be on camera. I think that's where we should try and push this for it here? to be hung. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this there. wall uh, is constantly changed out because of sponsorships. So. Well, regardless of where so, it's going to go, I mean, gonna, you're going to have to take, take the take picture down. down and rip it down and put <laughs> it back up. I mean, regardless where we put it in here. No, because that that point... There's no nothing sponsored there. Right, but that that does not move as well. Yeah. Or that that is not big enough for this. I don't photo. think that would fit it. Uh, nah. Unless we want to get rid of the fire alarm, we don't need one of those. We don't need one no. of those. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, as I said, you know, if there's a fire in this in this building, we're still broadcasting. <laughs> Thank you. Man. We're going down with the ship, <laughs> as a good captain would do. Uh-huh. A hero. So that was Saturday, a fantastic point fest, and and congratulations to Matthew and everybody in promotions mm-hmm. and and Tommy and. Terrific. And and the crew over there at the, the amphitheater, security. Second to none, man. Second to none. How they about Chef best. Will making tacos backstage? Oh, oh yeah. Believable. Yeah, I, uh, man, I tried some of those tacos and just happened to be when he decided to go to the bathroom or something. And so he uh, gave the royal roommate, Bon, his apron to go and stand behind her and tell people that, you know, Chef Will be back. And I went over there and got my taco ready and... So Bon actually started making things and trying to figure out what to do. And he had Somebody no who's not really a chef or has nothing to do with it. <laughs> no, oh, dude, this was one of the funniest moments or of Saturday. Will or yeah. his rock star taco place. But. So I thought it would be funny. It would be like a one-on-one thing where I'd just be goofing with Bon and all this. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it was this. A band, like all these people just showed up. Yeah, it was, it was Yellow Wolf. Yeah, was so yellow. yeah, so Will Will literally walks to the table and goes, "Hey, I got to run in my car. Anybody that comes up there, just tell them to." And you, you, yep. you know, you expect Wake him off. to go, "Hey, wait a minute." And he goes, "Just tell them to f off." And we go, "All right." <laughs> and, bon, and Bon goes, "Well, I'll just go over there and cook." So he gets the apron, walks back over there. Scott is, you know, Scott. He goes, "I did a taco." Bon starts cooking. Thirteen people in line, and Bon goes, "No, no, no." <laughs> Taco, so taco Shack is closed. Uh, yeah, well, I didn't even eat one taco because I'd filled up at the sponsor barbecue. We have oh, a, yeah. a we have a party for you know all the radio station sponsors at Point Fest. Heavy Smoke were, were the were the caterers for that, which was also which fantastic. was terrific. Yeah, I wanted a taco, <clears throat> but man, I was stuffed. But it was like, well, it's the perfect time. If he's leaving, I got to go bother. Bond, so that's why I ate the taco. But I oh, was, I had two, I, I had I was two of the tacos. I, I had two gluttonous. of the tacos, that's and they sure. were absolutely fantastic. The heavy smoke stuff was was great too. And, yeah, and, those and sausages, man. Oh, oh the sausages. how I run my how I run my barbecue place uh, grades is listen. Um, if you're a great barbecue place, then you're a great barbecue. Place. You know, if if you do great barbecue, you do great barbecue, and that you know, you, oh, great. But I judge you on your sides, and the sides. Were fantastic. Dude, their mac and cheese was insane. I didn't get the mac and cheese. I had a. Oh no, potato. I did get the mac and cheese. That was excellent. The potato thing almost tasted <sighs> like a like a queso. Yeah, that's what uh, my lady said. It tasted like queso, yeah, you, and it was. Fa- oh, I mean, that's phenomenal. what your girl said. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want to try that, and yeah. it was excellent. They're uh, they're coming in today. Heavy yeah. smoke. They they're doing a special today. Yeah, they're announcing starting a today. Big special. Announcing a big special today. So hey, heavy smoke for lunch today, fellas. Yeah, I'm stoked. So that was Saturday. And Sunday was a very special day for somebody in this, uh, well, I'm going to say in this room, but he's not actually in this room. Uh, for somebody behind glass, uh, King Scott did his first ever stand-up opening up for Craig at the Funny Bone Westport yesterday. Wow. What an opportunity and, uh, you know, something I've wanted to do for, for ages. So Craig had asked, hey, man, yeah. do you want to open up? 
And I thought he's kind of joking the first few times, you know, because I was doing the goo. And you Craig just, Gass does not joke. That's true. He does not joke. <laughs> that's a serious man. He's a serious man. He, does ne- he never jokes. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought he was just, you know, goofing around with me. And, uh, and then Friday after the show, he's like, seriously, do you want to open for me this weekend? And I'm like, oh. And I was trying to think of every excuse. I'm like, point fest and this and that. And then, and then Tim Convey was like, he walked past like, wait, what? You're doing stand-up? And Craig's like, he should do it, right? And Tim's like. Yeah, and so oh, they both joined in. I'm like, oh, man, these two great comedians are uh, telling me to do this. And Yeah, Tim was on Courtney's show. Uh, is uh, Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a professional stand-up. He's, and he's hilarious, man. I, I, he opened for Columbus a few, about a month ago or so, and I got the MC that night, and I was blown away. I'm like, that guy is so talented. And, uh, yeah, so it was really fun. And um, he uh, So then I was listening to those two yap, and then Saturday morning I was like, all right, I got to do this. Why am I... I got this opportunity from this, this amazing comedian who's a national act, a household name, and he's asking me he's to open for him. giving you a spot on stage. That doesn't happen. At like an old school St. Louis institution. Yes. And you walk in there and it was, you know, one of those moments where you're like, you see Roseanne Barr, you see Yakov, you see all these people and you're like, every one of them had their first Oh, Roseanne set. Barr and Yakov Smirnoff were there? <laughs> yeah, well, Crazy. There pictures on the wall, oh, you know, there's all these <laughs> pictures, but you just realize like all these History. great legends have, uh, have they had their first there. day. And their first time, right? So it was like, wow, this is my moment. Were you nervous? Um, oh, leading up to it, extremely nervous. How much heroin did you do before? <laughs> tons, man. It was <laughs> awesome. huge. Well, Craig just has a lot back there. It's really fun. No, um, uh, yeah, I was super nervous, and then um, I did the show poops. I had it like all day. It was great. <laughs> and uh, but I talked to a buddy of mine, Brian Brian Muncy. Thank you, buddy. And uh, we went over some stuff, and he like cleaned it up a little bit. It was like, hey, do this, do this. Yeah, because you're so, so dirty. Did you know what you were going to say? Did you have kind of a routine? Did you practice at all? Oh, I practiced all day on Sunday. Yeah, I got it set Sunday morning, and I finally started working on it then. And was then, it five minutes? Yeah, originally it was like almost 12, and so I had to cut a whole bunch oh of stuff. And then goodness. I got down to eight, and then that was after I worked with my buddy Brian, and then I showed Craig, and Craig's like, you know, he went through some amazing lessons that I needed in comedy, and so I went from eight minutes down to five, and he got it. Fine tune, and it was really cool too. What was shocking to me is like, like, say it this way, do this thing, do that, switch it up, and somehow I remembered everything he said. Wow, I'm cool. like, whoa, that worked out. We have the recording. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> it was great. You have a recording. Uh, you oh, know, I yeah, fumbled no, a little yeah, bit. We have yeah. the recording of it. <laughs> oh, good. Of course. By by the way, I had family. I had people I hadn't spoken to in a long time text me going, "Hey, Scott." Actually doing this, or is this just, is this a joke? Is this like a is this shtick? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, no, he's doing it. You should go. You should go. So cool. Do you really think I would not get the recording of it? I don't know. I, uh, Are you, I was, is he crazy? He had I agents. To, he had agents in every corner. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was gonna. My wife recorded. So I was like, ooh, I gotta get the audio, and I forgot. And I was like, then I got here to work this morning. I was like, ah, oh, I was gonna bring that in. Oh, well, shoot, I'll get it I later. Forgot. Why didn't the guy put the microphone off your shirt? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. Do you want us to play it? Yeah. Are you okay with it? Yeah, why not? Tight. This is my stuff, man. This is what I you're mean, here for the next five six years. six minutes. Well, uh, we don't have to play all six minutes. Yeah. Yes, we do. The uh, The ending is probably my favorite part. See? Um, if you get to that one. Well, no, no. Uh, I mean, if you want to fast forward to that or something. But the uh, the rest is pretty solid. Actually, uh, the opening is good, too. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, here's <laughs> here's uh, a little bit of King Scott from uh, last night, Funny Bone Westport. Our next comic coming to the stage is a very special guest, and this is actually his first time ever performing stand-up comedy. Yeah. 
You've heard him on morning radio on 105.7 The Point. He's one of the hosts on The Riz Show. Put your hands together for the king of dad jokes, King Scott. Pause it. Pause it. Okay, so where were you? He's you being, were off, off. I'm assuming you're being carried in on a throne. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that is that one of the comedy clubs you come in from the back? Nope. It's it's you, you basically come in from the same entrance the audience does right up yes, front side. You oh, pass that side. little bar and you go in those double doors there. And yeah. so we were kind of huddled. All the comedians were huddled around there, and I got to hang out with some comedians. So you got to walk. You had to walk kind of through the crowd to get to the stage. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you kind of yeah. scooch That's around. Wild. And, That's, wild. And, That's wild. And uh, some buddies of mine were sitting Did right you up high there. Five people. No, no, no. But uh, my buddy was sitting there, so I touched his hair. It was pretty nice. But it was okay. Just, uh, okay. All right. Well, I don't want to say what part. His body, the hair was on. Here we go. <laughs> well, hello there. Uh, I'm radio. And uh, I don't know if you guys heard last week, but there was a news anchor here in town on a pretty big station. Actually, a really big station, and he uh, had a morning radio show himself. I'm sure it was a comedy show. He uh, insulted his co-host, female co-host, for seven minutes. It was brutal. He said nasty things, called her, you know, fat, dumb, even insulted her husband. He wasn't even there, you know. But we weren't there. I don't know what really went down. We don't know if she deserved it or not. Maybe oh, boy. It could have been that oh, thing. I don't Jesus. know. But anyways, uh, it made- <laughs> I don't want to okay. play. Hey, I'm just going to say it. I don't want to press play again. <laughs> well, those are secrets that are supposed to stay in the club. I didn't know they were leaving the club. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> What? I feel so uncomfortable right now. I hate being here today. <laughs> this is good. This I need to take a. Can I take a personal day? <laughs> I hope this is leading to something. Okay, so I see your uh, strategy. This, this, yeah, it's yeah. unexpected, but I uh, see yeah. it. Burying myself I, I from the, the, the strategy. The strategy is to lose the crowd completely, then we'll get them back one Man, by one. And what is wild? Idea. This, this, here's my strategy. I'm gonna set myself on fire. No, yeah. you just let's it, lose every female in the audience, yeah. and then we'll get them back. Yeah. Make yourself what's, the potential bad guy. What's weird is. Doing stand-up, you can feel the second the entire audience leaves. And you're just like, oh, boy, that That was really terrible. (laughs) It's amazing the emotions you feel from the crowd. You are eight seconds into this. Yeah, I already burned. You have lost the entire crowd already. (laughs) (laughs) Tomatoes are flying. Let's get them all back, all right, Scott? The tomatoes uh, came in. I'm going to set the stage right away. I'm the villain. So here we go. I can think of some... Some of those things, you know, he got canceled. And it made me think, oh my gosh, I've screwed up a lot. And I've done things, I've said things that get me canceled. And uh, so I was like, wow, maybe I should share that tonight with you all, get ahead of a few things. I talked to my wife, we prayed about some stuff. And she's like, yeah, I'm good about it. <laughs> so I decided, you know what, time to talk about this past of mine. Well, anyways, uh, I'm from a small town and was out walking around one day and I passed the library. It's a Carnegie library. You know, the guy invented the flugelhorn. He donated it, pretty nice guy. And I was walking past, and there was this uh, chick outside the library. I was like, whoa! You know, I'm thinking New York City, the construction workers, they have their hats on and stuff, and there was cat call. So I was like, I got a cat call. That sounds good. I had a construction hat on. So I was like, of course I will. And uh, so as I was walking past, I was like, hey, chick, you're a real dog! And uh, a real dumb dog! Yeah, really got her there. And then I walked past that. Even further, I saw a restaurant. And it's the only one in town. And it's one of those greasy pits. You know, if you have heart issues or something, they probably go eat there. No supermodels. But it's a pretty nice spot. Good people go there. Anyways, I saw this uh, ass bending over out front. I was like, well. <laughs> I was like, hey, ass, you're a real fat pig. Yeah. And then I kept walking, and there was an alleyway behind the hardware store. You guys know where it's at. 
And uh, it's a pretty sketchy alleyway. There's guys that roll dice and stuff like that back there. Some trash on the ground. And uh, but I saw this cat sitting there. And she's kind. You don't want to mess with. You. No one was around her. It was terrifying. So I was like, you know, what? I might as well say something. I was like, hey, cat, your husband's a real puss. <laughs> Pause. All right. Hey. All right. <laughs> it was a. Uh... Long setup for that. I have to go home. Uh, I, can't, I don't know uh, if I can listen to any more of this. Uh, I love you so much, Scott. Thank I you. really do. I would uh, never want to do this. Oh, we got Dave Chappelle on the phone here. <laughs> see, Dave? see if he wants you to open for him. I think he's, yeah, he needs an opener. With those hot jokes, With he's going to have me on here in no time. Oh, man. Uh, I want to hear more. Yeah, yeah, me you. too, man. Let's let's go. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. So hopefully I don't get it canceled too bad. But uh, one of the segments I do on the radio show, on the Riz show, it's called Headline Goo. And I'm sure all of you have listened to it. You all love it. It's great. It's uh, really made me uh, known here locally. By the way, pretty famous in a little no applause. half mile square. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say, keep my name out of your mouth. By the way, did you just hear what he said? He goes, you know, it's been pretty pretty popular. I'm pretty well known in about a half mile square. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Hey, I do a segment called Headline Goo. Uh, you, know, pause, you know, pause for applause. And <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I jumped it back just a second. Listen to it. You all love it. It's great. It's uh, really made me uh, known here locally. Pretty famous in a little half mile square or so around this area. But anyways, and family reunions. They all know me. Pretty cool. But anyways, so it's got me uh, known, and I do some goofs and gaffs. I uh, talk about uh, news segments, and I spoof them, and I say dad jokes and all this stuff, and it's real hoot. It's a real cute thing. And so I thought I'd say something with you uh, right now, because you guys love dad jokes, right? Yeah. Time out. He's reading from a paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paper in hand. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Like he says, I got some jokes for you. Pulls that's out the paper. That, that is just, part of it. And just so you know. You were given about 24 hours notice. If this. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, okay, well, you knew. But I would have done this if I had three Friday, weeks. Uh, I want you, you knew know Friday. <laughs> All right, you knew Friday. You missed what he just said. What? He I would have done this, this if you gave me three weeks. This is what you get. This is what you get with King Scott. Hey, own it, buddy. I love it. Uh, I want you to know Okay, that. so you were given Friday. Saturday we were busy. Okay, so we'll say 24 hours you had to get this all together. So now that he's got paper on, on stage. Now Should be no, no. I'm saying flawless. now technically he's he's a prop comic. So now you oh, got a prop. Oh, cool! I made it. Hey, I know there are like real pros that when they're working out time, yeah, for like a like so I'd say they're doing a Netflix special. They'll like read. When I they will when read I read off index cards. The last time I went and saw uh, Rafe at uh, Funny Bone in St. Charles, uh, the comic before him had probably six or seven note cards that you could tell just had like minivan story. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he would like look at it and he'd go, oh, man, I got to tell you about this minivan. But I know and then like, he would get into like it. Bill Maher, I think he still does index cards. Oh, wow. Like when they're working out, yeah. Yeah, when they're fleshing out an hour. Whatever you got to do. I don't care how you do it. Yeah. Just well, make, I wanted, just make me laugh. Laugh. Just I wanted make me people laugh. to see the real headline goo, how it's done, well, what I hold. <laughs> right. Hit it. All right, good, do it. Good. All right, let's see here. So, uh, and Dad demanded his his boys to work as valets. Yeah, he had Parkinson's disease. Oh. <laughs> that was a Friday joke. Yeah, yeah. Solid. These are all Friday. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what do you call T Rex who sells guns? A small arms dealer. Oh, you, you got somebody in the crowd that's jumping on yeah. you. And, uh, and actually, this is pretty rough. I was just outside there, and a guy assaulted me with milk, cheese, and butter. How dare he? <laughs> Well, one final thing here. Uh, 
yesterday was Point Fest. It's a big thing our radio station puts on. It's really cool. A lot of bands come out and all that good stuff. And, and I have some jobs to do out there as one of the hosts on the morning show. And so one of them's introducing bands. I get to go up and do that. And uh, one of the groups was the Struts. They're a famous English group. You know, they got teeth and uh, they drink tea and stuff. But anyways, they, uh, you know, seem like good guys. And so we're going up there on stage and I got to do the introduction with my cousin. He's a, a musician that's really well known. His name's Moon and uh, a guy that I've been riding his coattails for years and I'll keep doing that because he's, <laughs> he's famous. So that's good to have in your family. But anyways, uh, we were walking up there and uh, as we were going out on the stage, he was like, hey, he threw me under the bus and he's like, hey, look, I'm going to take the cool part. I'm going to say the band's name. And you get to have the lame part of the introduction by saying sponsor names. I was like, dude, really? Like, everyone's a thing so lame. You know, you get to say the cool thing about the English guys and all this. And, uh, and I get to say sponsors. So I was like, all right, whatever. So I uh, walk out there and I was like, hey, there's thousands. It's a huge, huge, big amphitheater full of people, nerve wracking, you know, humans. And uh, so I was walking out there. I was like, wow, uh, just want to say thank you all for coming out. Let's give a thanks to our sponsors. This is cool. Sponsors are cool. And I said, uh, hey, hey, everybody. Let's give it up for Mid-America Chevy dealerships. And the crowd said, yeah, right? Let's do it. All right, one more time. Let's give it up for Chevy Mid-America dealership. They go oh, work in the amazing. crowd now. And I was like, wow, that was cool. So I said, let's give it up for Pepsi. Yeah. I didn't hear you guys. And you guys. I need it all. All right, let's give it up for Pepsi. Just left in this. Let's give it up for racism! Good job! Not one of you. That was good, man. I love that. And I want to put anyone on any list or anything. And but anyways, just want to say thank you guys so much. This was amazing. Yeah. And I can't believe I got to do my first stand-up with you all. So I really appreciate it. I'm King Scott. Thank you guys. Hey, Big the close. close was great, Scott. Yeah. That was awesome. I, was really good. I ruined that for you by asking how much time. I didn't know that's where it was going. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Hey, I, no, that's I, right. I will say, I was telling people yesterday that you did one of the most unique uh, stage intros because I did, I did, I did put that on you because I saw the thing. I was like, oh, we got to read this. And I went over to Riz. And I was like, hey, you just do the band thing. We'll, we'll, we'll do the sponsors. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Scott will do the sponsors. And then I'll, you know, yell a whole bunch because I can, I can maybe project a little louder for, for the stretch thing. And it does suck. That that's that, that's not the fun part of it. But you went out there and you did the crowd thing, which was brilliant. I hadn't even thought of that. And he did go, let's give it up for Mid America Chevy dealers and put the mic out and everybody cried. And then and then he goes, then he goes, let's give it up for Bud Light. And he but right before he goes, you guys will love this one. Yeah, that, that was my favorite. You guys are gonna love this one. And he goes, Bud Light. And I'm telling you, like it was a roar. Everybody was like, Yeah, hell yeah, you are right on that one. So that was pretty brilliant, well, Scott. Well you. done. Scott, what a weekend you, for you. Would you yeah. do it again? Would you do the stand-up thing again? Yeah, yeah, All I think right. so. That felt good. It's something I've wanted to do forever. And uh, You know what? Finally, finally I think after up. you doing this one, and now you get to see, and you get to listen back and yeah. see what hit and see what didn't, oh, I boy. think, dude, you you do this uh, three, four hundred more times, yeah, and you you'll got get this. It. <laughs> you'll get it. Oh, at the end, the... the the uh, the host uh, Robert he he goes uh, you'll get him next time oh you got, <laughs> it was awesome you got oh, that? he dropped a burden on you that's crazy yeah, that's so burdenism he was a funny man uh, it is an interesting experience being up there all by yourself and that it's light weird. on you and you got a microphone and and everybody how do you, how yeah, do you no know? guitar everybody to hide is behind looking at you it's not about me how do you know that I'm not going to mention my triumphant uh, stand up thing I did a couple years ago. 
Yeah, you need a guitar. Like, if you have a guitar to hide behind, you can get up there in front of anyone. But. When everybody's staring at you, going, are you going to make me laugh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, the smaller, and the smaller the crowd, the more the demand. Oh, yeah. The, the, the what, more the space. What was nice is, like, the... the uh, was it JB and it was the comedian? It was before Craig, and then uh, Robert was the guy hosting, and uh, and Craig himself. They're like, dude, you're gonna get a lot of sympathy because it's your first time ever doing this. And uh, Craig was just so welcoming, like just so warm, and uh, just gave you that confidence. Like, you know what? I can. I'm not. I'm already uh, failing, so it's like I can't really fail any worse. That's so I'll just a nice do thing okay. to say yeah. about you know sympathy and you know because it's yeah. your first time. People are there. To laugh. Yeah. They don't care if it's your first time or if it's your 400th time. Well, what I found funny is you're sitting there, I'm like, ah, I thought there was, you know, a ton of Riz show and, you know, listeners here. And you say all this stuff and they act like they have no clue what you're talking about. Craig gets up and he does this incredible tribute to Jeff Burton and a place, like, he just mentioned Jeff's name and he goes crazy. And you're like, yeah, yeah. Where were you guys when I was up well, there? It's, it's also, too, like when people are watching you knowing this is your first time, it's almost like you you have to take a test in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. like, you know, it's like people are watching you basically take a math quiz. You know, yeah. it's like this, we're all really watching you to study how well, your first also, time goes. It also goes to show that, you know, people like Jeff way more than you, so. That's, <laughs> that's true. true. That's yeah, very yeah. true. That's, that's, that's that takeaway. Well, congratulations, Scott. <laughs> thank you, man. Thank you. And thank you, Craig. Like, seriously, he... Is a mastermind with comedy and uh, just to have to send him an edible arrangement. I will. Yeah, I need to figure out what I can send him. I don't know. Uh, an edible arrangement because okay. nothing says thank you like cut up can uh, cantaloupe. Mm -hmm. That's true. All right, good call. Shaped like a <laughs> shaped like a flower. Yep. Hey, you even paid me last night, by the way. Oh, get out of here! Me? Really? No. Does he have I any more shocked. shows? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. Does like, he need another You're now opener? like a, like a professional paid comic. Why not? Do your first oh, time you get paid. Oh my goodness, can this guy has the much, longest can bio. We ask, can we ask how much you got paid? Ask him. How much you get paid? How Triple much? digits. What? hundred bucks? Yeah, hundred. Why, <laughs> dude? Are that's you awesome. out of your mind? Ridiculous. That's brilliant. You did not need to do that. Felt so bad. hundred dollars like, for five minutes. What? What's the math on that? Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, but I'll say the torture is. <laughs> I mean, the torture's not five minutes. Dude. The torture's pretty much leading up to it. Sure. Yeah. But he, he truly is a, a wonderfully nice man. Like, there's no reason for him to ever, A, have some more on, like, me get up in front of him, and then, B, even offer to pay anything. <laughs> yeah, he, that's, he's, that's amazing. He's a yeah, good dude. Very he's nice a, man. He's, in, he's Thanks, an encourager. Yeah. Yeah, he's on his way to the airport, I believe. Yeah, he left. It was so funny. He came over after a set. He crushed, basically did the mic drop kind of thing. You know, he crushed it, walks over, gives me hugs, like, hey, great job tonight. And he was out the door. Yeah. He was ready oh, We love to you, go. Craig. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. And, uh, and good job, Scott. Seriously. Mm -hmm. Well yeah. done. Thank you. You'll get him next time. Hey, it's the Team Riz member of the day. All right, Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Copper Fire Bar and Eatery in Belleville from St. Charles, Missouri, Tyler Jones. Hey, hey. hey. All right, Team Riz member of the day. Oh, by the way, do we have Scott singing Adele? Yeah. Oh, we'll play that later. We, mi we, missed, we missed two new... King Scott covers the hits of songs. Two of them. Yeah. And you're just having a week, aren't you? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tyler Jones from St. Charles. Tyler has been listening to The Riz Show since its inception. Tyler works as a union painter. Always shares The Riz Show with his fellow painters. Thank you very much for being a Riz Evangelist. Uh, Tyler loves everything about the show, especially the games and conversations we start the show with. Thank you, Tyler. Tyler Jones from St. Charles is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz. Remember today's soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right.
right, let's take a quick break. Come back with your crap on celebrity. Hey, it's Moon for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Let me tell you about our good friends at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Locally and family owned since 1976 and today the area's largest retailer of tires and expert auto service. Now through September 30th at all 42 store locations, Dobbs is celebrating its 46th anniversary and they want you to drive in today to help them celebrate by saving money. Click on go to Dobbs.com for details about all their money-saving anniversary deals on quality tires and expert auto service. Valuable deals to help you keep your family vehicles in top condition on the roads as we head into fall. No matter what you drive, car, light truck, van, SUV, hybrid, or EV, the Dobbs team of experienced tire technicians and ASE certified associates service them all. Click on go to Dobbs.com right now and check out the Dobbs great 46th anniversary deals on the best tire brands already being sold at the lowest prices in town guaranteed and their anniversary specials on expert auto service too always close by don't miss out for Dobbs 46th anniversary specials visit go to Dobbs.com today Dobbs 46 extraordinary years serving the greater St. Louis area and they're still growing they'll be opening their 43rd store in Columbia Missouri before the end of the year count on the Dobbs team of friendly and professional associates to take care of your family's vehicles and be sure to click on go to Dobbs.com for your Dobbs 46th anniversary specials and save today hey there podcast weirdos it's Riz with Pat from Mattress Direct dude you always got something going out of Mattress Direct um Tell us what's going down this month. Yeah, man. Two new things that are happening at Mattress Direct this month. The brand new Beautyrest Black Luxury Hybrid mattresses are on the way. They're the most advanced Beautyrest mattress ever. But that also means that we got to make room for them. So the mm-hmm. ones that we had from last year, all the 2021, 2020 models are all on clearance. And so what's normally a $2,500 mattress that we sell for $1,500, I mean, they're selling them for $750, $800 to get them out of the way to get the new ones in. So if I got a truck, I could just pull up to a Mattress Direct and get a mattress today. You can take it home with you tonight, sleep better tonight, feel better tomorrow. You know, I know there are a lot of people that are still sleeping on the mattresses that they had in high school that's all shaped like a U. It's all like bowed out. Springs are sticking out. Nobody's getting a great night's sleep that way. No, man, if you sleep six hours a night, that's a quarter of your life. And like people just don't think about using a mattress every single night the way they think about the shoes that they wore to work. I mean, you wouldn't go run a marathon in a pair of flip flops. No. Why would you want to sleep a whole night on a mattress that doesn't fit your body. Go see a sleep specialist at Mattress Direct today. Bring a truck and get a mattress today. Take it home. STLMattressDirect.com STLMattressDirect.com This is Bev and Bob. You can hear us while you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday Riz. Is Bev okay? I know she was not feeling well. Uh, I think she's know. getting better. I mean, she had, she had like a stomach virus for a couple weeks, man. Like, But she's good. I saw that they had some dinner the other day, and it was. she said it was the first time she ate some real food in a oh, while. Oh, good, so. good. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz the Socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails, Show at 1057thepoint.com. Sex Time Fun Facts coming up. We got the Sex Toy of the Week. Also, we'll play 3 and 5. Give away some fabulous prizes, including tickets for Corner Guys, tickets to go see the Toadies. We got tickets to go see A-Ball Nation, and tickets to go see Turnstile over at the Patrick. Also, a uh, announcement to make probably around uh, 8, 8.30. The new Riz Show Bourbon. No beer this year. We're doing Riz Show Bourbon. I'll give you all the Dang. details. Uh, around 8, 8.30 on that. 
All right, today is September the 26th. Back in the day, 62 years ago, 1960, the very first televised presidential debate took place in Chicago between John F. Kennedy and a very, very sweaty Richard Nixon. Does anybody remember seeing footage of that? Mm -mm. How sweaty Nixon was? <laughs> and they said that could have probably swayed the election towards John F. Kennedy. He just looked like crap. Wow. Hmm. I'm sure that and other things, but... Uh, 60 years ago today, 1962, the Beverly Hillbillies debuted on CBS. It was the number one show on TV during the first two seasons. I think we just got uh, Jethro with us. Jethro's, Jethro's the only one alive still. Max hmm. Bayer's 84. Everybody else is dead. Granny, Jed, Ellie Mae, dead. Uh, 58 years ago, 1964, Gilligan's Island debuts on CBS. Of the seven castaways, only Ginger is with us. Tina Louise is 88. Uh, 54 years ago, 1968, Hawaii 5-0 debuts on CBS. 53 years ago, 1969, Brady Bunch debuts on ABC. Same day, the Beatles release Abbey Road. 47 years ago, 1975, the Rocky Horror Picture Show opens in L.A. theaters. I believe that is still around. Like, that is the longest-running movie in theaters of all time. Wow. Dang. I still have yet to see it, and it's probably my wife's biggest disappointment for me. Or, that you, you haven't know, seen that? Towards me. Yeah, that I haven't seen that. You could still do it. I'm sure it still plays somewhere around here. Yeah, she said you, you got to bring spoons or something. Yeah, you right? got to get the full experience. You got to, like, participate and do the whole thing. Oh, I did it. I went. I saw it, I mean, a long time ago. And it was fun. You I enjoyed mean, it? Yeah, I did. Great. Everybody doing the time warp in the in the, uh, in the aisles. It was fun. You've, you've done that? You've seen this? I've seen the movie, but it was, like, on TNT. Oh, I never went okay. to, like, a theater for, like, a showing. Oh, or yeah, whatever. that's cool. I... I saw I saw it when I was I was younger when I saw it okay. and I was still trying to be cool. So as was on, I was like, "This movie sucks." They're singing, <laughs> stupid. Yeah. I bet if I watch it now, I'd probably enjoy it. Yeah, but. that's how I, I kind of felt the same. I, I saw it and was a kid and watched Too maybe cool. ten minutes. I'm like, "This is lame." Too cool for Rocky no. Horror Picture Show. It is. No, it was it was just so cheesy. I was like, "I'm good." It is cheesy. That's the whole thing. I know, but it's just like, eh, yep, yeah, I've seen cheese before. See if it's playing around I here. Monster the best. You know where it always was? Always. Like, the entire fall. It was always at that St. Andrews Theater uh, off of 70. 70. They had the that, cheap movies? Yeah, but that theater, I don't even know if that theater reopened after it caught fire. Oh. So, But, like, that's where, no, I always saw that marquee. Come fall time, it would always say, Rocky Horror Picture Show, sing along. And it was, like, the one that had the lyrics on the screen and the bouncing fly trap and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, people but, who go to see that, they dress up and they... You've never seen, you've never seen the sing-along stuff? I don't know anything about it. No, 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 I'm not <laughs> even talking about that movie, but, like, have you never seen a sing-along at oh, yeah, the yeah, theater? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like, well, they did Frozen the theater, with no. the bouncing snowflake Curry, and all that stuff. Susan no, Sarandon. I, I know the actors Meatloaf. and I know the poster, and that's truly where it ends. I know that you guys talk about it. Okay, so there's singing, there's... Uh, fly trap. There's uh, participation. Like I mean, the yeah. whole thing is completely distant from me. I don't know anything about it, which is kind of how I want to keep it until I'm in the midst. Yeah, I mean, it it still plays. Uh, and I mean, the, and like I just typed in Rocky Horror, Rocky Horror Picture Show St. Louis, and there's a drag show about. There's a a live band that's going to perform the soundtrack. There's another live band that's going to perform the soundtrack, and that's just one weekend coming up here. Yeah. It's playing at a theater in Collinsville. Like I, I know that I'll enjoy it. And I don't want. I don't. I don't want to know anything about it until I'm there. Uh, Forty years ago today, 1982, Knight Rider debuts on NBC, starring, of course, David Hasselhoff and the talking car named Kit. Uh, Thirty-six years ago, 1986, Crocodile Dundee was released, starring a still relevant master thespian, Paul Hogan. 
Uh, 32 years ago, 1990, the Motion Picture Association of America announces the debut of the NC-17 rating to replace the very naughty-sounding X ratings. 20 years ago today, 2002, Jennifer Lopez releases Jenny from the Block. 16 years ago, 2006, Weird Al Yankovic releases his Straight Outta Linwood record. It's great. Featuring yeah. what? Uh, riding, um, not riding dirty. It, it's uh, uh, white and nerdy. White and nerdy. <laughs> and Canadian idiot. Oh, yeah. And five years ago today in 2017, the game Fortnite Battle Royale is released, eventually becoming one of the most popular games worldwide. Doesn't that seem like it's been around forever, but it's only been five years? Wow, Fortnite. I thought it was way longer than that. Nope, 2017. It's, it's truly great. Wow. I'm and that's what happened bar. back in the day. And now, crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. And your crap on is brought to you by Bright House Plumbing Company. Is your water heater crappy? Call Bright House Plumbing. They will make you happy. 636-600-0188. San Rocky Horror is doing, uh, having a residency at Six Flags this year. Oh, yeah, the Fright Fest? Yeah. That's cool. Whoa, that's very cool. That's a great opportunity. Yeah, that's it. really fun. Yep, and then go ride the Batman. Yeah, the Batman. Oh, the Batman? Yep. Just don't wear a hat. Uh, Rihanna will be headlining the 57th Super Bowl halftime show on February 12th in Arizona. She confirmed the news with a photo on Instagram of her Rihanna, hand holding a say. football. Yep, Rihanna. Uh, there were previous rumors about Taylor Swift, but that is uh, not the case. She was uh, apparently asked, but turned it down because she wants to finish re-recording her first six albums. So they asked her. She said, thanks, but no thanks. I'm busy. To do what? Halftime Re-record show. Re-record her albums. Oh, she, yeah. Oh. They asked her to do the halftime show. She said no because she's re-recording her gotcha. six albums. Gotcha. So nice far, she's done two of them. Oldies, though. I like it. Uh, check this out. And this is something real new and kind of went away for the first time in years. Pepsi is no longer the sponsor of the halftime show. What? Wow. Oh, yeah, if, it's been since, if, the, since the 90s, right? I mean, Long since time. I can remember. So if I would say somebody else is now the halftime Super Bowl sponsor, who would you think it is? I'll give each of you one guess. Coca-Cola. Okay, Coca-Cola is a great guess. Uh, I'll say, uh, oh, T-Mobile. T-Mobile, another great guess. Apple Music. Apple Music is the correct answer. Oh, is it? Get out. Apple Dang. Music is wow. the correct answer. And... There's some controversy behind Rihanna being selected as the halftime entertainer because back in 2019, she was asked to do it and she said no because she sided with Colin Kaepernick and she said she wanted nothing to do with the NFL. Oh, yeah. And now she's going to be doing the halftime show. Yeah, but doesn't Jay-Z put together the halftime show? Jay-Z, I think it might have been 2019 or 2020, took it over. Like took over like booking yeah, and I think that personally. I think that was yeah I think that was the NFL that it was part yeah that was they did hey that. maybe we blew it a little bit and we need to make amends Jay will you help us please sure <laughs> <laughs> hey well, is he in the building whoa where is Jay Z oh, uh, so you'll get Rihanna at halftime that it'll probably be very entertaining and that's it uh, uh, you know there's gonna be people going I'm not gonna watch this of course okay of course I'm not gonna watch this you'll watch. hey don't quote me you'll watch <laughs> we all watch uh Disney plus may not be finished with Darth Vader but somebody is and that's James Earl Jones he has been the voice of Vader since the original movie back in 1977 but how old is James Earl Jones oh boy 88 no I think he's in his 90s is he yeah early 90s 91. 
I know exactly. 91. I'm going to say 91. I'm going to say 91. I'm going to say low 90s with 88. He is 91, <laughs> and he just officially retired. He did, however, give Lucasfilm and Disney the right to digitally recreate his voice. Oh, good. So moving forward. You cannot you, do that. You will hear James Earl Jones, but it ain't James Earl Jones. It's a voice hologram. I hate it. Yep. But he's okay with it. He said yeah, he yeah, gave, yeah. he literally made point to give his blessing. I know. Uh, Darth Vader most recently pl- appeared on that Obi Wan Kenobi show, but his dialogue was <laughs> AI generated Dude. with Jones's approval. So you know who's bummed here here in this news? The greatest James Earl Jones impersonator that's been waiting for him to step down so he can like go yeah. to Disney and go, "Hey man, you you still need this? I'm right here." Did you know that Disney Plus in that Obi Wan it was digitally no I know created it was not James Earl Jones it was all digital I could you tell couldn't I tell. know the hell out of here <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I actually remember hearing it and going, holy crap, they got James to work again. Yep, no, they sure didn't. And we'll, we'll go back to this in a second at the end of crap on here. So remember, James Earl Jones has officially retired. But you might remember this. Back in June, and, and, and we hear about celebrities doing Make-A-Wish stuff all the time. Like, it's one of the things that, you know, some celebrities feel they have to do it. Some celebrities love doing it. One that loves doing it is John Cena, WWE oh, wrestler he John Cena. He set a record with the Make-A-Wish Foundation for fulfilling 650 wishes. Ah, that's very commendable. And now he's being recognized by the Guinness World Records. He is being listed under most wishes granted through the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and that's pretty awesome. Seems like a really nice guy. Uh, No one else has fulfilled more than 200 wishes, and this dude has over 650, and he's been granting them since 2002. That Peacemaker show is so funny. It's so ridiculous, but the way it's done is pretty pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that show. That's great. When he hugs the eagle, it might have been one of the, <laughs> one of the hardest I've laughed at a television show. Eagly? Just because the eagle put his armor on him yeah, and put yeah, his head yeah. on his shoulder, and I lost it. I lost my brain at that well, point. Well, just you know, this is one of these superhero shows that is not for kids. Oh, not yeah, for kids not. and not serious. Like, no. there are serious blips, but it's... it's when When you are... R- ripping people's heads off, and as you're doing it, you're going, "Oh hell yeah!" You're yeah, like, well, I, I think this Jam- is funny. I think to be James funny. Gunn telegraphs the message really well in the opening sequence. The opening I, sequence is to hysterical. I almost feel like that's what the newest Thor should have been like. That kind of uh, well, I mean, it was that without kind of vibe w- without the vulgarity. I mean, like, it kind of like was, vulgarity. right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but you can't make a Thor I movie know. vulgar. One can wish. So, John Cena, very, very uh, vulgar, but charitable. We'll say that. Uh, That Olivia Wilde, Florence Pugh, Harry Styles drama, that was not doing well from critics. People were kind of saying this was not going to do well. Well, there was a lot of controversy on the set. They hated each other. What's his name? Quit. Shia LaBeouf quit or whatever the hell his name is. Oh, no, he was fired. Or fired. Depending on whose side you're on. Whatever. (laughs) But people were saying that nobody's really looking forward to, to seeing this movie. And... It came out and it was number one in North America, earning 19.2 million. Well, what else was out? Nothing else was out. That's the thing. <laughs> At the international box office, uh, the film gained 10.8 million, which brings it right around 30. The biggest surprise, though, was what was number three internationally. Thor. And that was the re-release of Avatar. And that brought in $10 million. Wow. But that was only released in Europe, wasn't it? Only the UK, actually. Oh, only Holy the UK. Cow. Yeah. Do you have any idea what the budget was on that thing? On Avatar? Um, no, 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 no. No, I don't know. I don't, uh, I'm assuming as, they made the money Don't worry, back. darling. Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, yeah, I think it was good I think them. so. Good uh, One of the greatest movie villains of all time has left us. And Moon, you say that you always feel so bad that you never have seen Rocky Horror Billy Picture Mitchell? Show oh. and all that stuff. This is one of those movies where I've seen it once. I was young, and I don't remember a thing. 
Uh, Louise Fletcher won an Oscar playing Nurse Ratched in One, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's, Cuckoo's Nest. nest. Yeah. She died Friday of natural causes. She was oh. 88. I've never seen. I like uh, I, as an adult. It's I've a never heck seen of a film, a, dude. Jack Nicholson. Uh, at his Nicholson est. Danny DeVito. Uh, man, that's a good movie. J- Jack, it, it, uh, Tony, you should watch that because I feel like our our age folks only know Nicholson as a really older guy. You, you yeah. know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just like a, as an older fellow. He's always been a grandpa to me. Yeah, like probably the youngest that you remember him seeing is The Shining, and even then you're like, ah, he was 40, but he looked like, you know, 60 to us. You're right. That's the youngest I can see of him, and I literally go, that's somebody's crazy uncle. When you, crazy uncle, when you go watch uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, you're like, whoa, this guy was super, super skilled as an actor, as a young man. Oh, I forgot Christopher Lloyd was in that, too. Yep. Dang, I got to see it. Yeah, I've never seen it. You've never seen it? Oh, it's good. You would just appreciate the movie. Just the film and the acting and everything, like it's yeah. it's a it's a heck of a movie. Uh, one, it's right? like they call it a comedy drama because there are some there are some comical moments to it. It's a good movie. Yeah, All right, I mean dated, but it's dated. You know, whatever. Uh, Bam Margera, let's get an update on that. I'm How's sure he doing? things are going well, right, Riz? Oh, please just give us good news, will you? So Bam Margera's outpatient rehab program is not working because oh. the guy was just uh, captured parting his face off in a whole different state. So TMC got these photos, okay? He was at the Cuckoo Room in Atlanta where he is clearly seen hanging out, but they're being told, like people are being told, that he was raging with a group of strangers way late at when night. Was this? this? was over the weekend. So was it Friday? Maybe he was celebrating National Redhead Day. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Could, could have been, yep. Uh, but eyewitnesses say that Bam was hammered. And not just that, but he was also name-dropping himself around the joint and saying, like, hey, what's up, Bam Margera? Like, literally saying, like, going to the DJ, telling him, hey, give me a shout-out, Bam. I'm Bam Margera. I'm here. Let's party. Oh, and uh, he escaped the rehab facility several times a few weeks back, surfaced up at bars and things like that. Then he did this outpatient program treatment. And the crazy thing is, is, like, he was told, you don't have to go back into that rehab thing. We'll do outpatient but you can't leave the state of Florida. And he left. Nor can he go to nightclubs. Yeah, don't go, don't go to bars. Man. Yeah, it's, ba- it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Uh, I guess we could say congratulations. Uh, Hilaria and Alec Baldwin, they welcomed baby number seven into the world. <gasps> Hilaria. Those two have seven together? Seven kids together, yep. yep. On Instagram, the Baldwins posted a video. They said, she's here. We're so excited to introduce you to our tiny dream come true. She has got, they've got seven kids, an eight-year-old, a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, a four-year-old, a one-year-old, and now this. They also have a one-year-old via surrogate as well. Wow, she just keeps cranking them out. Yeah. Keep wow. on cranking. I wonder when he's going to start using protection. Probably never. She, she's, remember, she's the, the, she faked that she was Spanish. Yep. Oh, oh, yeah. oh she did. I love that. Uh, <laughs> like, no, you're not. You're from Massachusetts. Oh. <laughs> the south part of Massachusetts. A <laughs> uh, couple pieces of audio for you to play here, Riz. Uh, Trent Reznor reunited the original Nine Inch Nails lineup for the band's hometown show in Cleveland. That includes Richard Patrick I of the band Filter. Filter. Holy uh, cow, I thought they hated each other. Well, Richard Patrick hates Trent Reznor and lets everybody know that. In fact, remember when Filter played Point Fest a couple of years ago? Yeah. All he would do was anybody who listened backstage at Point Fest would say how he hated Trent Reznor. Yeah. Remember Literally, he was standing there like... anybody that would listen. Yeah, he was standing there for a while and like just kind of hanging out and somebody would walk up to him and like three minutes into the conversation somebody would be mention Nine Inch Nails. No, or, he would do it on his own. Yeah. and he Or if they didn't mention Nine Inch Nails he would eventually drive the conversation that way. 
But the original lineup, all the, all the original members back together, and they did a few songs, and it actually sounded great. Here's them doing a head like a hole. It's an audience recording. I mean, basically, Nine Inch Nails is Trent Reznor, and he assembles a yeah, touring yeah. a touring lineup. This is the original touring lineup. I thought this was really cool. Richard Patrick's there. Let's do a filter song. They did Hey Man, Nice Shot. Oh, that's cool. That's why I say Hey Man, Nice Shot. With, with, who is singing? Richard Patrick. With Trent Reznor backing. Yeah, I was say, Reznor sang with him. Because that's a note. You know what I mean? Like, can I, can I hear the, see yeah. if he hits this note? Oh, let's let the crowd sing it. All right. <laughs> I see. I like I that. See. Good idea. Okay. Yep, can't. Can't get you there. know, some hey. of us go for it. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not meaning to call nobody, but like, golly, I tell you. Yeah, but it is cool that I mean, if there was this rocky pass they have, the fact that Trent Reznor would let him do a filter song. Pretty you know, cool. That's, that's really nice. nice. That's well. Really uh, I've seen um, Marilyn Manson come out with him, mm-hmm. and they did Beautiful People once. Oh, that was cool. pretty awesome. That's rad. Hey, you guys a fan of cover songs? Yes or no? Uh, it, de- it depends. Yeah. Would you be interested in somebody covering 1966's uh, Buffalo Springfield for what it's worth? What's There's that? something happening here. Oh, that's sure. a stop. Okay. Okay. What about if I said that Stevie Nicks covered that song? I'm sure it'd be great. great. Stevie yeah. Nicks. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm not saying are anything. Gonna, okay. Are you going to play something silly? All, no. All Tony said was. Are you going to be silly? <laughs> all to- I swear to God, Tony said, do not listen to this. This morning I said, please don't listen to the Stevie Nicks audio until we play it on the air. And I, I did not. Is this? Wait, wait, wait. Is this a studio thing? Yeah, this is this not is live. I don't, we, I don't believe this is live. Un- the quality is, the quality is great. Okay. Okay. Stevie Nicks covering for what it's worth. What a field day for the heat. Thousand people in the street singing songs that can't It sounds like Stevie Nicks, but doesn't it sound like she's trying to be extra Nixy? It's a little helium. So as a fan of like I'm I'm a big Fleetwood Mac fan, no, she, she can she's sing. She's fantastic. And then I'm like, that's her trying to be Stevie. That's a trying to move us. Yeah, and who knows? That that might have been like a demo or something where the the producer was like, yo, give me a take where it's real close. Yep. Y- you know, like you can't eh, yeah, I, take I mean a I guess you can't off your cigarette. Well, and she sing. put that out, so Okay, a few more things here. One more piece of audio, Riz. Taylor Swift's upcoming album, Midnight's. That will include her first song, Guys, with a swear word in oh. the title. Oh, my God. Her cast Oh, <laughs> my God. Now, you guys know that she's been doing this bingo thing. We talked about it last week. She pulls a bingo ball, bing, uh, beat 10, and then she tells you the name of the 10th oh, track on right. there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. here she is talking about the new song that is called Vigilante bling. I will now be leading up to fate and announcing the next track. Track eight. Vigilante. Whoa. Vigilante ish, guys. Okay. So just be aware. That's the name. That of the elevator song. music is just the worst. <laughs>
Uh, last weekend, here's stuff's not that bad. Last weekend, Post Malone <laughs> fell in a hole at Enterprise Center. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Reports we were reports were that he broke his ribs. Then it came out his management said he bruised his ribs. Came back and finished the show. He's done a couple shows since then. Well. He was supposed to take the stage at TD Garden in Boston, and he had to announce that they had to cancel the show because he woke up. By the way, what time do you think Post Malone wakes up? Noon. I think he's an up by like 2 o'clock guy. Yeah, say 2.30. He said, normal days, I get up at 4 p.m. God yeah. bless. Dude, I get Today, it. I woke up with cracking sounds on the right side of my body. I felt so good last night, but today I feel different. I'm having trouble breathing. We are in the hospital. I cannot do the show. That's from the Rice Krispies that got spilled in the uh, yep. in the bunk. Yep. Uh, finally here, with James Earl Jones hanging it up, I found this very interesting list. It's from IMDb, which is the International Movie Database, and they put this together. The best voiceover slash narrators of all time. And again, this list is from IMDb, so do not kill the messenger. Go. Who is the... The best well, narrator. Let of me all time. let me just let me give you the notables that they put. These are the people that aren't in the top ten, but notables: Jeff Bridges, okay. Patrick Stewart, Jeremy Irons, and this is a personal. Jeremy Irons should this, be on the top ten. This is a personal favorite for me, uh, Leif Schreiber. Okay. I like him because he does Excellent. all the HBO sports yep. stuff. So he those is, are those are the notables. He's I'm, a top fiver for me. Can I can I give you probably uh, so international? It just says David. Attenborough. No. Ooh. That's, wow. that's bunk. David Attenborough's brother. Not in the top ten. Richard Attenborough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I forgot his first name for wow. a second. Not in the ten. Not David Attenborough's the, the Earth guy. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so cool. We so we're not know, going documentary. So Susan Sarandon is out? We already know one and two. Okay. Morgan so, Freeman. So we know one and two. We'll get to which one is one, which one is two when we get there. You know who has an excellent narration voice? And I think she does the uh, Planet Earth ones. No ladies that. on this list. Oh, okay. Is Sigourney Weaver. Excellent. Excellent. Weaver. So far, you've gotten zero of the top ten. <laughs> All right. You guys are killing this list. Uh, uh, oh, Mark Wahlberg did Nope. Yeah. James <laughs> Earl <laughs> Yo. I said one and two we already know. We're going to get to who's one and who's Matthew two. Matthew McConaughey. Nope. Uh, How about number uh, ten, J.K. Simmons? J. K. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say his. Number nine. What if I said it was... Mark Not Hamill. movies, but it was sports-related films. Oh, uh, uh, what was uh, what was the guy um, Sable? Steve Sable. Uh, Steve Sable. No, that's that's he, NFL films guy. Yeah, that's the NFL films guy. I'm talking about the guy that does the voiceover for stuff like that, and that's Pat Summerall. Uh, okay, number eight is mostly known for his cartoon voice. Mark Hamill. <laughs> nope. Uh, uh, always silly, always funny. Is he dead? Nope. John. Nickelodeon. Ratzenberger or whatever. Mark Summers. Oh. Mark Summers from Double Dare. SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, Tom Kenny. Tom Kenny. Okay. Number seven. John Benjamin needs to be on this. H. John Benjamin. He is not. And I agree with you there. Number seven is a guy who is mostly known for his movies. He's got a famous daughter who is also in movies, but not the type of movies he's in. Lawrence Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne at number seven. Ah. Number six, a guy I do not know, Peter Coyote. Oh, you know he's got the how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's Wiley's cousin. Ow. It's so crazy. <laughs> number five, number five is a guy. He's an actor. He's an African American gentleman, and he is somebody that you know exactly who he is. Will Smith. You know the name of his. You know the sound of his voice. LeVar you know the Burton. way that he looks. 
but you never know this guy's name. Oh, and I'm going to show you Winslow. a picture of something Washington. Nope. I'm going to show you a picture of this guy, and you're going to go, oh, I know exactly who that is. I could have never told you his name. The guy's first name is something? That guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Keith. Oh, yes. Keith David. Keith David. Oh, yep. his, you know his voice. You yeah. know his voice? This guy. And his smile. He's got, like, one of the best smiles of all time. Is he the Frank Above the Beans guy? Yes, he is. Oh, <laughs> How'd you right. get the prank about the beans? That's him, 100%. Yeah, that guy's amazing. He was so the voice good. of the, the main character for so a long good. time for that video game Saints Row. He was uh, like the president. What's of his name again? Keith David. David. You, know, that you know who would have been great as a narrator that I don't think ever did narration would have been, would have been John Witherspoon. Because he had, he had a very Keith David sort of yeah. tone. Uh, yeah, but his cadence, though, was... Well, yeah, but I mean, Keith David has 50 different cadences as well. Keith David, that guy is good. Oh, how about the guy from um, uh, Dateline? No. You know what I'm talking about? Stone Phillips? No. Uh, you're talking about the white hair guy? The Keith, white hair guy. Keith, uh, Keith Morrison. Yeah. Keith Morrison. And yeah. Daniel Stern, he Whoa. did the. Uh, oh, yeah, Daniel, Daniel Stern. Stern, Stern Daniel Stern yeah. would have been great too. Not on this list. Number four, though, is Optimus Mother F and Prime. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's. Peter uh, Cullen. Yeah. What about Orson Welles? Nope, on this list. Ooh. Number three. Too we're still waiting. Hey, we're old, still man. waiting for number three. What the hell? This is like Rolling Stoneish. And I'm going to. I'm going to make a noise. Yeah, they've gotten it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I for, mean, for, for, the, for the most part, I'm, I'm going to make a noise for you to guess number three. Fast. Vincent Price. Clink clink, clink clink, clink clink, clink clink. Like the Law and Order thing. Are you okay? It's a countdown. Very popular television show. 60 Minutes? They tried to reboot it a bunch. It didn't really work out. This guy also was in a rock band. I believe he might have even showed up at a Point Fest in a helicopter. Michael Bolton. Or he showed up to some show in a helicopter here in St. Louis. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, He's got it, a famous fairy his father. Antonio uh, Biden. No, it's Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland is number uh, yes. three. Okay, so uh, that, yes. leads us to, that leads us to one Kiefer and two. Yes. Okay, one and two. We, we know who they are. It's it's Morgan Freeman. It's James Earl Jones. Morgan Freeman's going to be number one. Who nope. did they put on this list as number one? Did they put James Earl Jones or Morgan Freeman? I, bet, I, go I, to bet you, I say Jones. All yeah, Jones is one. Morgan Freeman. I say Morgan Freeman. You say James Earl Jones. I say Jones. Coming in at number one, at the best narrator, voiceover, storyteller is Morgan Freeman. Oh, oh nice. Man. Nice. That's wrong. All right. <laughs> you can see the full list up on the blog, 1057thepoint.com slash Celebrity celebrating a birthday today. St. Louis's own Megan King is 36. That's Jim Edmonds' ex-wife and reality TV star. She was on uh, one of those Real Housewives shows. Uh, Serena Williams is 41. Rob Zombie's wife, Sherry Moon Zombie, is 52. Uh, Jim C. Jim C., Jim C. Jim C. Oh. is 54. His Chris Tucker and Jim Caviezel. Is that it? The guy from the first one? Passion of the Christ 2. Crucify this. <laughs> Jim Caviezel is 54. I can't see his name and not, and not do that bit. Jim Caviezel. Anyway. Uh, she was Sarah Connor in the Terminator series, Linda Hamilton. How old do you think Linda Hamilton is? Because remember, she rebooted that character. Yeah. She is uh, 67. 60s. A sexy yeah. 66. That's Jim Cameron's old. ex-wife. Uh, is it really? What's his name? His name. Oh, I said Jim Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Ferry from the Roxy uh, from Roxy Music is 77, and he used to be used to be the most interesting man in the world in the Dosa Key uh, beer commercials. Jonathan Goldsmith. What kind of beer? Uh, 
Dosaki? You said Dosaki. Oh, sorry, I was reading ahead. I don't know what my mouth did. You put Dosaki. Dosaki. My mouth, I don't know what my mouth did. I was well ahead. I had a physical reaction to that. You said it, I went, Dosaki? Jonathan Goldsmith. How old do you think that guy is? Because remember those those commercials the most were interesting like twenty, man, I thought man 20 years ago. I thought that guy. I thought we found out that guy was like in his mid eighties. He uh, is eighty freaking four. Okay, how yeah. about the wow. Dos Equis, most interesting man in the world has the last name of Goldsmith. Yeah, Goldsmith. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> so good. You know what is funny though is after the the Stay Thursday, my friends. After that ended, I I literally went. I don't care about Dos Equis anymore. Yeah. Goodbye. Really? Oh, yeah, I like because of commercials. The, I I love those commercials, but I miss that guy. Yeah. I miss him that yeah. much. Did you ever hear his audition? It was pretty funny. He said he walked into a room and there was like 200 guys that looked just like him. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know why I got picked. <laughs> I don't know why I got picked. Everyone sounded good. Everyone looked like me, so I don't know how they did. Wow. All right, yeah. today's uh, Porto birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Olivia O'Lovely. And today's birthday girl has been in 437 fine films, including All About the Booty. I hate this title, and it comes up every once in a while. <laughs> American Gunk. I, can we, then just, oh, don't just, then just skip it next time. What is that? I feel like that's, I don't want to be a part of that. It's like a Go phrase no. a, a guitar tech would say when they're cleaning a guitar. Yeah, or a mechanic. Well, you know, it's all right. Uh, we will have to change your air filter, and I cleaned out all the American gunk, so you're good to go. <laughs> Look at all Every 50,000, we got to do that. <laughs> Look at all this so American good, gunk. Man. You've been off roading a lot? Uh, she was in Attack of the Great White Ass Five, Bubble Bump Bonanza Four, Desperate House Hose, Party at Butt's Place. She was in Viva La Van. Yo Quiero Chocolate 4. Mm -hmm. And who can forget her role in 2004's School of Hard Knockers 3. <laughs> Olivia O'Lovely is 46 years old. That's porno birthday. Those were your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap. <laughs> you say party at Butt's place? Yeah. Like there's a guy named Butt. Yeah. We don't hang around with him, though. He tends to stink. Party at Butt's place. Oh. Uh, Riz? Yes. <laughs> I typed in American Gunk, and it says, part porno, part pornographic music video, totally entertaining. And at the beginning, it says on the cover, American Gunk, the ish that killed the king. I'm sorry, what? That's what it's about. Maybe I that's the know. band name. Maybe, maybe it's like it's about a band. You know what? I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so we have, uh, let me Ron see, Jer a whole bunch of tickets to give away after the break. What? Ron Jeremy's in it dressed as Elvis. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. Goodbye. <laughs> that's it. After the break, we're playing three in five. How is the judge feeling today? Firm. Firm. Moon will give you a category. You name three things in that category within five seconds. Two out of three right, you win. No ums or ahs to start your answer. Have you had a once-over on it? I have not. I haven't looked at any of these. I'm going to say the difficulty is hmm, not severe, but it's up there. Okay, bit. good. I like that. A challenge. Three and five next. Hey, it's Riz. And uh, can I park here for a second? I just want to thank you for listening to the Riz Show podcast. Every day, thousands of listeners, just like you, from across the St. Louis area and beyond, download our podcast to catch up on the latest show shenanigans. The Riz Show listeners are amazing and love supporting our sponsors and business partners. If you or anyone you know owns a business and you'd like to learn more about having your business featured on this podcast, go to 1057thepoint.com, scroll all the way down to the bottom, and hit Advertise With Us. We'd love to have you become part of the Ratio family. Hey, what's going on? This is Tom Arnold. I like fat women and cocaine, and I also like listening to The Rizzuto Show. That's the show you're listening to now. It's my favorite show. It's my sponsor's favorite show. Probably shouldn't say that out loud, but it's true. Anyways, happy birthday, Riz. <laughs> 
right, welcome back to the program. Let's give away some stuff. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh**. So we got a ton of really great prizes to give away. So we're playing three and five. Moon is going to give you a category. You name three things in that category within five seconds. Two out of three categories right, you win. No ums or ahs to start your answer. You got to go right into it. Tony Patrico is your official judge. Mm -hmm. So if you want to play 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833, as we do every week, we should uh, do a practice round. Hey, I'm just telling you right now, I'm going firm here. If we literally, if it's like, name something to eat for breakfast. If you say bread and then follow up with toast, I'm not accepting that answer. Okay. Just letting y'all know, you better be on it. Why will you not accept that answer? Because bread is, toast is bread. Yeah, but what if I just want to have bread not toasted? No, I'm sorry. I, Why can't I have bread not toasted for breakfast? Do you want to be the judge? But All I'm right, just let's, saying. Let's do an example real quick. Uh, uh, let's let's start with Scott. All right, Scott. Yes, sir. You ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Name three things to do with bread. Toast it, butter it, and eat it. Acceptable. <laughs> he brought it. I asked him to bring it. He brought it. <laughs> okay. Tony. Tony. Name three different types of street signs. Yield. Stop. Wrong way. Nice. Okay. Love it. No need to be firm on either one of those. Nope. <laughs> All acceptable answers. Uh, let's go to Drew in Highland. Good morning, Drew. Hey, guys. What's up? Uh, let's play three and five. All right, Drew. Name three sports teams that wear orange. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> All right, off to a terrible start. They're no longer a team. Next. <laughs> uh, name three things to do on a lake. Boat, ski, and swim. Okay. Boat, ski, and swim. Got it. Final one. All right, name three things that you'd see at a hockey game. Hockey players, a puck, and a ref. Yep. Nice. Nailed it. Done. Drew, hang on. He started off terribly and rebounded. Mm-hmm like that. All right, let's go to Buddy Tom. Buddy Tom in Belleville. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. All right, Buddy Tom. Here we go. All right, be careful. You're on the radio. What are three things to do at a bachelorette party? Drink, smoke, party. Yep. <laughs> Scott, could you pull that audio, please? Drink, smoke, party. Yeah. That's just the way he said to drink, smoke, party. party. All right, buddy Tom, next. Name three things you can wear to a swimming pool. Swimming trunks, bathing suit, no. Nope. Okay, uh, so if he said sw so, swim trunks, bathing suit, same thing, right? Nope. Wow. Nope. Wow. Swim trunks are trunks. They're swim trunks. Bathing suit, I immediately in my head go one-piece bathing suit, and then he said bikini as time was way past. Those are three acceptable answers. So when you hear bathing suit, you think of a one-piece... One-piece bathing suit. A bathing suit. Bathing suit. One-piece Baywatch Pamela Anderson one-piece bathing never suit. said so if 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 you said swim trunks, you were thrown out of the New York metro area. And if you said bathing suit here in St. Louis, they went, what the hell is wrong with you? What did they you would say? know what I'm talking about. What did about. you say? Swimsuit? Bathing suit. Oh. 
I just know that if anybody's watching uh, the the webcams on mute, you guys look like you hate each other. I mean, you're just well, arguing that I'm with, have hands to disagree and with that one. You're doing the, what do you mean you're going to have to disagree? I almost, judge. I almost, I almost <laughs> gave you, I almost was, went back and was like, listen, you're right about the bread thing. Toasted bread, okay. This, it, it, you are way off. This is so much pointing. And, <laughs> you, are way, you are way off here. I'm not way off on that one. Way Swim, off. You, you're trying to like, tell me that swim trunks and bathing suit are, are the, the same? The exact same thing. It's the same thing, but okay, I'm not the judge. Buddy Tom, next. Name three famous actors named Daniel. I'm out. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All right, you got this. Sorry. All I could think of was Daniel Craig. And then as soon as the buzzer hit, I thought Daniel Stern and Daniel, Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis. But Daniel. I, couldn't, Daniel. I couldn't think of it then. All right, name. Boy, he's done. He's oh, out. What? He got the bachelorette party. To Miss Swimming Pool, Miss Daniel. Oh, you're out. You're right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you were you were so angry. You're out. Sorry. You're out. Sorry. Uh Dante, hello. Hello. Hey, Dante, here we go. Name three items in a living room. Couch, chair, table. Okay. Got it right. Okay. Next. Name three different country capitals. Moscow. I mean, you got the whole world. I mean, you, you got can, the you whole can, you freaking you world. You said yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have just taken the loss there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you have the whole world. And you, you could start with DC. Country capitals, I, I would have got DC and that's it. Because in my head, <laughs> Moscow, that sounds right. But after all the changes that have been going on over the past 10, 15 years since I've actually learned about that yeah. stuff, hell if I know. I mean, Rome you, has been the capital of Italy for a long time. I, dude, you say that, and sure, I feel stupid, but nope. What's uh, hey, not you even a Madrid? Because it's a country Branson? music capital. <laughs> you know what? That's country Maybe capital. Maybe country capital. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, 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 what's the capital of Australia there, Riz? <laughs> Uh, Melbourne, Brisbane, Sydney. No, 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 I thought there's two capitals. Uh, I don't think so. I, I, think, I think it's so. Canberra. I thought there was two capitals. No, that's uh, South Africa. South Africa. Yeah, yeah same thing, right? <laughs> no. Okay, here we go. Anyway. Name three St. Louis area school districts. Yeah, I don't know. That oh, boy, that's Dante. a repeat. He does doesn't know geography or anywhere. No. <laughs> Knows things in a living room, so he spends a lot of time there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hello, Aaron. Hello, good morning. Good, good morning, morning, Aaron from Alton. Here we go. Name three flavors of soup. Tomato, potato, and sirloin. Sirloin soup, I'm sure there is. That's a weird way Beef. of putting that. F right. Flavors of soup. Types of soup would be. Well, I mean... What do you mean types of soup? I mean, aren't they? Just, it, you should have just yeah. said it. Name three soups. Yeah, that would have worked. <laughs> but I mean, it's a, it, but this, it's a flavor, right? I mean, is it? Is I, it guess, not? I guess so. Yep, that would I, be. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking it's of like the cheap crap. Of saying. I'm just thinking of like the cheap can crap that's basically just like flavored water with some materials in it. <laughs> there's a sirloin soup, soup, right, Judge? Uh, I mean, there's a there's a it's it's a Campbell's chunky sirloin steak with hearty vegetables. Okay, are you gonna give this to her? I am gonna give that to her. <laughs> Because he asked for flavor. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like the flavors of that. While it is beef, the flavor of that says sirloin. So, so had I said like types of soup, I would have thought like uh, a 
Campbell's, Progresso, and, and then whatever. maybe that would have been acceptable yeah. too. That would have been acceptable, right? Right. But, right. but you, I, when I say flavors, I was I was saying like you know like when you see the the racks of cans, it's like those are flavors, are they not? I mean, if you're no, looking that, at like all the are, Campbell's, those are soups. Those are varieties. Yeah, of. varieties. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When was last time we had a can of Campbell's soup? I don't. We it's don't. Been, we just don't do canned soup. It's been. One week. Yeah, it's been, I did. It's been I did. since I was maybe nine years old. <laughs> Mine was May. Because there was that, like, 14 to 21 days was, like, three-week period that I could only eat blended soups. Like, that was all I could eat. Like, so, so you I, want Campbell's? Are soups I went, not I went all progresso. blended? No. I mean, like, so I could do, oh, you mean like, ch- I could like, do a cream of potato soup, but I had to put it through a blender. Ah. Uh, how so was, it how was their sirloin soup? I did not do any of that. I just stuck with the basics. Like, the, like remember the, the I did clam the chowder. Campbell's chicken noodle soup with yeah. the yeah. weird, weird Dude, slimy noodles. The best, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I, I had some of that. I was able to do that. I put that through the blender. Yo, as far that as things are vital. Oh, blended. Yeah. Dude, once you are told that you can only have protein shakes, you can have three protein shakes a day, and that's all you could eat. I get it. Once Anything. they give you the clearance that, hey, you can start blending up soups, I'm like, hell yeah. I'm like, give me SpaghettiOs. I'll blend that up. That'll be delicious. The only soup I ever had as a kid was the dehydrated packets of Lipton chicken noodle. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, and that, cra- that, good too. that stuff is amazing. I thought it was so cool. I'd go to my grandpa's. He'd make that for me. I'm like, dude, this yeah. is the best Dude, the noodles ever. in those were so good. Uh, I know. and But they started dude, out these like, little dry little things. Okay, and, anyway, Aaron's on the phone. Oh, oh sorry, hey. Aaron. Hey, sorry. Name, th- yeah, yeah, yeah. Sir Name three Lawrence. TV shows from before 1970. I have no clue. Oh, man, I would have gone with, like, the, I the classics. Said, Gunslinger, Rawhide, Lassie. You could also say Reno 911 before 1970. Friends before 1970. Oh, I see what you're yeah. saying. Okay. You could have done that. Nope. Cheap ass. Let's, uh, let's move Last on one, to Aaron. Name three famous rock stars. Eddie Vedder, Van Halen, and Sammy Hagar. Ooh. I mean, uh, the, judge. The, the S in the Sammy started before the buzzer. Okay, but Van Halen. I was going to say, do we accept Van Halen? Because. Sure, because. I mean, there's Eddie there's, there's, there's 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 and there's, and there's Wolf, and, 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 Wolfgang. You can even say Wolfgang, but at the same time, like. All she had to do is say Van Halen, and that's three of them. Okay, Bam. well, here's the deal. Hey, hey, I want you to answer this question. I have mentioned, as a judge, just, just asking your opinion on this. Ask me to name famous baseball players. Name famous baseball players. Rizzuto. Smith. Yeah. Well, I mean, baseball players are pretty much identified by their last name. Yeah, so then Griffey. It okay. Yes. How it about counts. Griffey? Give it to yeah, yeah. It you can say, you okay, say Smith. I'm being firm, but I'm also... I'm, three listen, on one this is a firm judgment, but also, she got it right. She got it right. Intent was what probably Eddie Van What was her name? Aaron. Aaron, this is your one time. You'll be better next time. <laughs> Intent was Eddie Van Halen. Uh, John in Wentzville. John, good morning. Good morning. Hey, John. Here we go. Name three yellow foods. Banana, pineapple, squash. Yep. Next. Name three brands of seltzer water. Schweppes, Canada Dry, and Great Value. Ooh, that does not count. No. I'm sorry. But would great value, great value be acceptable uh, if if they make that? What is it was seltzer water? Great value seltzer water. seltzer water. Yeah. Now I think Schweppes does make one. I don't know if Canada Dry makes. I think it was strictly ginger ale. Yeah, I think there's only ginger ale. Uh, great value club soda. 
but that's not seltzer water. Uh, it says here, great value seltzer water. Yeah. Low sodium club soda sparkling water. But did he water. get it in time? I don't know if he got it in time. Uh, he did not get oh. it in time. Oh, okay. the, ti- the timer. So, so he had all three. He had all three. Just If he would have said, to be honest with you, if he would have said great value, that would have counted. But he said, and great value. And it, the think, time screwed Thinking him. on it, too, I think Canada Dry does have a seltzer water. It they sounds they like come they in little mini, mini cans now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, yep, last one. Do. Last they one, do. John. Okay, fine. Name three famous streets. Rodeo Drive. I don't got it. Oh. Dang. Would we have counted, like... Gravoy? Limburg? Yes. Yeah, I would have. You didn't say globally yeah, just, famous. Yeah. You just said famous. I mean, I was looking for, like, Bourbon Street and Broadway and... I think know. it would have said Gravoy or Limburg. I think I would have Limburg, for sure. Manchester. I almost think, yeah, Manchester would have been acceptable. <clears throat> All right. We got, we, got another, we got somebody else? Yep, we do. Great. George? George? Yeah, good morning. Hey, good morning. Name three American pop stars. Justin Bieber, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. Uh, Tony. Well, the I dogs mean, are yelling. The dogs are kind of ruining things here. Uh, I mean, he got he okay. started it. And he started okay. it. Okay. All right. All right. What was that first one he said? Uh, Justin Bieber. Okay. Oh, Justin Bieber's Canadian. Ooh, you're oh, right. Ooh, boy, right, oh right boy. out. Hit it again. Right out. Hit it again. Nope. George. Absolutely nope. wrong. Wow. Justin Bieber. That almost is got by the, That almost got by me on a firm Monday. Thank I apologize. God. Thank, Thank you, God Riz. Somebody's paying attention. Thank you, Riz. <laughs> okay. Uh, bounce back here. Name three famous soccer stars. Messi. Uh, Ronaldo. Uh, Darn it. Did uh, Darnett play? What team was he on? Yeah, another Canadian guy. Right, okay. we, could do, we could do one more. Uh, Robert. Hello, Robert. Yeah. Hey, Happy birthday, Robert. Riz. Thanks, buddy. Here we go. Okay, name. Uh, speaking, uh, uh, speaking of Canada, name three cities in Canada. Three cities in Canada. Uh, Toronto. That's a no, you're out. You're out. That's Sorry, out. man. You got to get right into it, brother. You got to get right into wow. it. Next. Name three brands of wristwatches. Apple, Rolex. Cartier. I thought Casio. Yeah, I thought Casio for sure. (laughs) Timex. Swatch. Swatch. I just swatch watch. You would. (laughs) Uh, I did. Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. Why why is it? Oh, sorry, Scott, go ahead. I was going to say, did you also have the swatch fancy uh, pocket knife set? Oh, I remember those. Yeah, I did. Those. They have, like, there was like a whole Jet. campaign for them. No, I had a swatch. I think it was a skin watch. Whoa, I don't know. Dude, for me, yeah, in my head. Saying. It was yeah. awesome. It was thin. It was great. In my head, anytime anybody says a watch, and I wear my, my Apple Watch every day, somebody says something about watches, and I immediately go fossil. In those tin oh, cans. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. They actually had That's some cool a, ones. Immediately yeah. go to that. Leather de- or fossil watches that after you wear it for a full year through the summer, you go. Yeah, they have a deal with Altoids. I think they're part Yeah, of- right. Hey, uh, I do want to make, and thank you all for playing, by the way. I do want to make an announcement. Uh, we have partnered with Two Trees Distilling Company to create a very special commemorative bottle of bourbon whiskey for all you weirdos to enjoy. That's right. The Riz Show officially has their own bourbon whiskey. That's amazing. It's a dream come true. Mm-hmm. Something I've always wanted to do. It is a, a delicious bourbon whiskey crafted by Two Trees with the finest quality grains. Pristine Appalachian Mountain Water, which I made Whoa. sure it was. Thank you. I made sure it was. I said, I remember I did a whole bunch of water tastings. Yep. I go, this is not from Appalachia. <laughs> <laughs> Get this swill out of here. This is Peachalachia. 
<laughs> you did good, man. And it's a it's a full-bodied perfection. They're toasted wood chip varieties with a special Riz Show branded Command Red label on the front and the back. Uh, the limited edition Two Trees Riz Show bourbon whiskey will be available in select Schnucks, Deerbergs, Total One and More, Dirt Cheap, and more while supplies last. Some uh, some retailers may have it available as early as uh, later today. Oh, sweet. While others will have it maybe later this week. But check with your with your local stores, your local liquor stores. So it's 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 started to make its way to the stores as early as it's today. It's trickling out now. So again, Schnooks, Deerbergs, Total One and More, Dirt Cheap and More. Get it while supplies last. It's the Two Trees Riz Show Bourbon Whiskey. Third prizes. Did you just adjust your mustache, Moon? Well, you know that eyebrow thing that's, uh, you know, that, that you do with your, your index finger and your pinky? You, yeah. Did you just do that just on doing that to my mustache. Instagram Live or whatever you're on? Uh, yes, indeed. Okay. <laughs> Get your Rizzo uh, whiskey. Is it distracting? <laughs> no. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Yes. <laughs> that is, no? Yes. That's not my intention. All right. Sorry, up so after sexy. the break. Up after the break. Uh, your sex time fun facts. Okay, two things to kind of lead it off. Uh, one, did you hear what somebody did when they hacked the PA system on a on an airplane? No. Okay, no. and uh, number two, a church is using quote-unquote shameware to make sure members don't watch pornography. I'll give you all the details next. Hey, this is Marie Bamford, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Rizz. So we'll get to uh, sports in just a little bit. Uh, I know the uh, Riz Show Fast Lane Pickup Challenge. If I am correct, I didn't add up the scores. It wasn't looking great for us. Am I right, Moon? It is a dark day. Oh, damn it. Is it I mean, is there any chance of us... Um, I'll, have to double, I'll have to double check, but we're, uh, we're up against the wall, uh, boys. Come on, boys. But is there a way? Is there a way for us to come back for tonight's game? Let, let me double check it now. But let's just say, uh, don't get excited. Uh, I'm, I'm, the way I, the way I would just, I just kind of brat, like just glance quickly at the numbers. Right. And it was not looking good for your heroes here. Crap. It's heartbreaking. Heartbreaking indeed. That Rap means indeed, yes. we're down. I was really thrilled. Oh, I thought, two and one. Thought this week was going to be the week. Yeah, I think we need something to turn us around today. I need something. I'm not great at this. Who do you, who do, do y'all got for Monday Night Football? Uh, who's playing tonight? Giants and Cowboys. I believe I have the Gents. See, we might. I believe I have the New York Football Giants. See here, it's loading. And yeah, I, I got the, the Giants. I have the Cowboys. So we don't know who's getting. I mean, there's a, there's an opportunity for us. So you have. So we have one Cowboys. I have the Cowboys. All right, let's see. Everybody else, Giants. Wow, I have Giants it. here. Oh, unless they all go for the same one, that happens to be the Cowboys, and lose. Okay, well, look that up. I got it. In I'm the meantime. Oh, we do. Okay, there's a Cowboys pick. So this is a week of just upsets. Oh, yeah. It was. Wow. Yeah, it's disastrous everywhere. Hey, disaster. Hey. Yeah. It, nobody did well. Nobody in their picks did great. <laughs> oh, man. From top to bottom, even the winner did not do great. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, somebody did more awful than everyone. Than everybody else. Uh, for sure. <laughs> oh, they got a couple. They got they got at least two. I'm on, I'm on I'm on two so far. If who's got the Cowboys? I was looking around, and every television I was looking, at, I was like, oh, cool. That's that's a loss for me. That's another one. Oh, there's a loss. There's I want to know, is there a possibility of us winning tonight? I'm trying to do the math. I thought okay. it was already figured out. Uh, but Okay, okay, hang on, hang on. We got two. Two of them. Two of them have Cowboys. Three of them do. <gasps> so, I don't know. I'll have to sit there and do the math during the break. I'll try and figure it out. I'm doing it right now. <clears throat> All right, Moon's going to do the math. While Moon is doing the math, I think... Uh... <laughs> I think we should hear King Scott sing an Adele song. Oh, I like that. All right. I like this. What do you think? So King Scott's been putting out these videos up on, is it your own page? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just on the old good Will King you let Scott me rules. know when you put these out so we yes, can put it on our page yes. too, please? Yeah. yeah, I definitely will. Not after the fact. Like, I'd like to put it out maybe at the same time. Okay. I definitely will. So this came out, what, Thank two weeks ago? Uh, Six a, days a ago. ago. Six days ago? Yep. This is terrific, and everybody needs to hear this. Okay, I'm going to read what he posted. He posted, I continue my series of playing the hits. Today's hot hit is from a foreign-born singer, Adele, called Hello. I hope you love it as much as I do. Shot on location by Video Joey. Okay. <laughs> so this is the hits with King Scott. Yep. And what was the first song you did? Uh, running Run, Up the Hill. Yeah, Running Up, Run the up hill that Hill. Kate W. Bush. And then you also did, there was one in between there. What was the other one you the did? The other one was a good song, too. And I should remember okay. all the. Let's cool just play the Adele song. Okay. All right, here's King Scott singing Adele's Hello. This is you being lowered into a seat, by the way. On the <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Hi from the outside. I mustard caught a thousand times to say I'm sorry. You've done. I tried to call you, but you were not home. No, you weren't home. Um. <laughs> Hi, that was Adele's hello. That's it. Nailed it. Uh, thank Nailed you. It. Thank you, guys. Moon, have the numbers been crunched? I don't think we have a shot here. Okay. Uh, sorry, guys. I, uh, Yikes. Damn it, guys. Come on. I studied and researched and went through numerous websites. Or so it's now 0, 2, and 1? Wow. <laughs> this is not... not and we'll get the final uh, score when Moon does the sports. The damn, man. Come on. Certainly looking like that. Ah. And I take the... This is my fault this week. Is it? Is it like for 100% there's no way? Um. Listen, we have two picks with Cowboys for our team. We are currently down by three. All right, nothing sexy about that. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. They glorify unnatural sex acts. Yeah. The Rizzuto Show. Sexy time fun facts. All right, here we go. I, I Listen, I don't know if this is really a sexy time fun facts thing, but it does involve moaning, so... So I don't know if an airplane at 30,000 feet is the best place for a prank. Probably Actually, not. I want everything pretty serious up there from start to finish. But whoever's doing this disagrees with that. Somebody apparently hacked the PA system on American Airlines flight, a flight from L.A. to Dallas this month, and wouldn't stop making, like, weird moaning noises. 
They were making moaning and grunting sounds. Like half pleasure, half pain. Jeez. A passenger posted audio of it on Twitter last week and said it started before the plane took off and continued well into the flight. So the flight attendants had to clarify that they and the pilots were not doing this. Like, hey guys, it's not us. Here's what it here's what it sounded like. Yeah, whoever that is. So la- last I heard, this is still a mystery. They don't know who did this or how how they did it. And it may have happened on two other flights as well. One from New York to L.A. in July and another into Dallas on September 18th. American Airlines blamed that one on a quote-unquote mechanical issue that made the volume of the PA spike, which is a lie. There's no footage from the other flights, but uh, but the audio that... <laughs> I've heard definitely sounds like a person, not a mechanical issue. Wow. Could have been Chewbacca on the flight. Could have. Oh, guys, we've got some grinding going on. Okay, not that kind of grinding. Or that's the pilot warning you not to eat the fish. <laughs> uh. Yeah, the fact they can hack into the PA system is very worse. And, and to be honest with you, like, I know this is funny, and that, it, that's my point. I know it's funny, and I know it's hilarious that they're making uh, noises. But, like, if they can get into that, what else can they get into? Right. I don't want to wow. know. Wow, 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 I don't want to know. Um, has anybody heard of shameware before? Shameware. No. This is the first I'm hearing of this. And it does make sense there's something like this out there. Would I want this on my phone? No. But there is a Southern Baptist church uh, known as Grace Point. Shameware, like software. I thought you meant, like, something that you the wear. No. W-E-A. Yeah, that's what uh, I thought. That's shameware. What I thought you meant. Shameware. So this Southern Baptist Church, known as Grace Point, they're asking their congregation to install an app called Covenant Eyes. It's called a shameware app. Covenant Eyes is marketed as an anti-pornography app. So here's what the app does. It spies on your web traffic. It takes a screenshot of whoever's got this thing on their phone. It takes a screenshot of their phone screen every single minute. And then sends all the information to a quote unquote a- accountability partner. Wouldn't you just purposely go to horrendous things all the time just so they're like, well, no, I think this, this is you, it's 150 websites. I think I think this is this is this is for the people that like, you know, you tell your 13 year old boy, you say, hey, you're getting this and we're putting oh, this on your phone. And every call. 15 seconds it takes a photo and then it sends it to me to let me know what your website you're on. And I don't think it's like take a photo, sends a text. It takes a photo every 15 seconds and then you open up an app on your phone and you could basically monitor what they've been looking at. Yeah, which is what that's actually a pretty cool thing for parents trying to yeah, figure out cool. what their kids are watching. But churches are using it uh, to get detailed reports of their flock. So a member who recently left the church said that they received accusatory emails from the church, which contained like creepy, detailed reports of his digital activity, ranging from everything to his boring browsing habits to even flagging the search of the hashtag gay. Oh, my God, really? So like just a a simple search of that word can flag back and have them have a talking to. Yep. Wow. 
I don't want to be a part it's of that. Not church. a yeah. church that I want to belong. But I mean, to. if you're struggling with that kind of stuff, and you, you know, maybe it's uh, not a bad deal because I know there's another one out there. I think it's called Triple X Church or something like that. They have a an app that you can use that. But your buddy, you sign up and you join with a friend. So that way they you have each other as accountability partners. Yeah, that's what this is doing, yeah, I think. But, but this, this is, is, this is the, like the pastor. Well, yeah. Or whoever is checking. your accountability, your accountability pa- partner. partner is whoever at the church. So the Southern Baptist Church, and he's like, man, why'd you, uh, why'd you go to MethodistSingles.com? I don't know yeah, what's in that. Yeah. <laughs> no cross-pollinating. Uh-uh. What if your accountability partner is also looking at porn? Yeah, you guys. Cool. Thanks for the share. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Great site. Can you just send me the link instead of the screenshot? Apparently, there's a whole bunch of these shameware apps being used by religious groups and parents to to shame people into dropping their porn habits and other quote unquote immoral activity, whatever they deem immoral. But I bet it's more for people that are they feel like they're struggling and they want to get help on it. So which like, is you know using it this. for good. Which is yeah. which is great. Yeah. Which is I'm I'm all for that. You know, there are people definitely people with. With pornography problems. Well, yeah, I mean, it, mm-hmm. they even scientifically proven it basically does the same thing as uh, heroin or those kind of drugs where it reroutes your brain. It, it's pretty wild. You know who had a big like porn problem was Terry Crews. Oh yeah, he really? did. Like like an addictive, like a, like he was. Addicted oh yeah, he ta- to he came porn. out and talked about that a year or two ago. Wow. Like almost ruined his life. Yeah, because he's a, he's a devout. Why? Christian. How do you think he got so strong in his arms? That's right. But yeah, he's a, he, <laughs> he's a big time Christian guy too. Yeah, never lifted a weight in his life. Yep. Uh, you've uh, you probably heard a lot of do's and don'ts about first dates. Like, do make sure they're not a serial killer. That's yes, that's a good. Deal. That's a great one. Good rule. <laughs> or don't order spaghetti and meatballs. Spaghetti and meatballs worst. Probably the worst first date food you could get. So a woman on TikTok is sharing her uh, 16 point list of rules. It's mostly geared towards women, but honestly, it could work for anyone. Like some here are some highlights. This is this woman's 16 point list of rules. For a first date. Number one, pick a Thursday. Pick a Thursday. Anybody know why? Why should this pick Thursday? I do not. You have to leave early because of work. It's the perfect closeness to the weekend. So you could make plans for a second date before Monday. And then you know how you feel. Not bad. Yeah, that's a great call. Strategy. Drink 1.5 glasses of something to pregame. If you drink, maybe it's red wine. If not, have a one and a half glasses of Diet Coke. Get yourself pumped up. Before the meetup? Before the meetup. Don't become a pen pal before the date. Which I think is a good idea because you don't, you want to get to know them in person. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Not over text. Yeah, that's a great point. Like if we talk back and forth for a full week and then we go, hey, let's meet up on Saturday. By the time Saturday comes around, we've already talked so much we that got we got nothing, to, nothing talk to talk about now. There's none of that getting to know you phase because I already know you. Now it's like, okay. Yeah. What do I need to know? I've already know you've already wrote everything down. Right. Plus you spend a lot of time if if you if you meet up and it doesn't go well and it's just like clearly not a connection, you're like, oh, I spent all that time texting. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says beverages are important. If if you drink, cool. Order something at the bar. If not, go out for a coffee. Holding a drink and sipping on it makes you feel comfortable. That makes sense. It's kind of like a crud. I think it's a lot mm-hmm. like the same thing with people uh, when they have, and I know we've given trouble for it with vape pens. 
Some yeah. people are nervous and they just they hit it and then they're good to go and it just kind of like just a nervous habit. I could see that with drinking. When I used to drink, even if I was done drinking, I would have a glass of water in my hand. Yeah, what am yeah, I doing? You, What's my hand? You go up and you ask for a water bottle yeah. or, or, or water or something. Yep. Think about being in a bar or looking around and scanning the room. You're either holding a drink or your hands are in your pockets. Nobody's just like this with their hands at their side. Wouldn't that be the strange? I mean, it's really know, strange. What the hell's wrong with that guy? He must be yeah. hammered. Really strange. Yeah. <laughs> what Why are his hands by his side? What did this guy take? Someone took his drinks. Hey, back to the pregame thing. You said a, a drink and a half. One some, and a half drinks. Some folks can't hang with a, a drink and a half, especially if it's like pre-dinner or pre-food or something. So make sure you're adjusting. If you're going to go by that rule, make sure you're adjusting she says to if your not, size. She says if not, one and a half glasses of Diet Coke gets yourself pumped up. She doesn't say necessarily has to be alcohol. She says one and a half drinks or something. Oh, okay. I thought you were insinuating. It's got to, you said red wine or something like that. If like, you drink, Man, maybe I red I, wine. I, I, I bet that's If not, have one, one and a half glass of Diet Coke. I bet gotcha. she meant like, hey, you know, pour yourself a glass of wine before you go out to dinner or whatever. Yeah, loosen yeah. up a little bit. Yeah, and, and, and I'm sure that's what she meant by saying that. Yeah, and what helps me loosen up before a big date like that is uh, one and a half glass of Metamucil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, really loosen up. Oh, man. It's really, <laughs> yeah, loose. really loosen up. It makes the, door, uh, the, the, the date short and sweet. Oh, yeah. It's I just nice. do a couple lines. Not going to tell you of what. I just one do a couple lines and something. then I'm out. Uh, don't add the person as a contact in your phone until the third date. Nope. Disagree with that. Now, I'm not going to add them as, you know, my boo-boo, bu- my boo-boo butts. So you're going to new number who dis that person until the third yeah, date? Yeah, exactly. That's I, strange. I got people in my phone right now that I talk to on a weekly basis that I don't have in my That's phone contact, and I don't know who the hell they are. I don't know why. But this, I, this even just like put a, like Tina. It seems like a dated thing. There are people that I meet one time, and I've texted them one time, and their phone number is in my or in my contacts. I don't know. Listen, you don't have to agree. I don't have to agree with her whole sixteen-point plan. Oh, uh, my goodness! Tell one comedic trauma story. Comedic trauma story. Oh my gosh! So for so me, would I tell them the time? Would I tell them the story about? I'm a freshman and I'm in the bathroom and the pipes no. rattle. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what's a what's a what's a what's a comedic tragic story? Well, that is, but you don't lead the dinner date. with I know. A well, poo story. we're not leading, and you I didn't poo. You don't. You don't. No toilet stories. The first yeah, date. Yeah, no poo associations. Okay, yeah. so I, you know, let's. This is not a true story. Did you but, fall somewhere? No, no, yeah, you? I was gonna say this is not a true story. But in high school, I was uh, captain of the football team, and uh, it was the homecoming game, and I went to run through the banner, and the banner didn't rip, and I fell on my ass. Yeah, Perfect. that's funny. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, so, something self-deprecating. I think really what that is. Yeah, you can use that story, even if you weren't captain of the football team. Yeah, if man. somebody pays for the date. Thank them in person, but afterward, don't text them first. Unless they ask you to text when you make it home. Oh, God. Did you text when you make it home? Yeah, I just got there. No, you didn't. You've been there eight minutes. Okay, terrific. If somebody pays for the date, thank them in person, but afterward, don't text them first. Unless they ask you to text when you make it home. Okay. Or, or if they text you and they say, got home safely, you just say, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and make tentative plans with your friends for after so that you have somewhere to go if you don't want to stick around. Nice. Exit strategies. Exit strategy. That's what that is. Okay. Always going with multiple Maybe plans. That. Maybe that helped. Did you? Did, Maybe that helped I think, I think the comedian is, is Joe Coy, and uh, he does a bit about meeting a woman at a bar. And he says, here's one thing, guys, that you probably shouldn't do. He goes, you can do this to your fellows, your fellow friends, but don't do this to the ladies. After you, they get a drink, they drink it, and you just walk up to them and you go, 
How are you feeling? (laughs) (laughs) That's probably not good. Hey, the food uh, that we put in our bodies can have a positive and negative result on pretty much everything. Yeah, absolutely. Including our sex lives. So if you're looking to have the healthiest, intimate moments with your partner, the uh, the website Eat This, which is pretty, that's a pretty famous mm-hmm. website. They suggest avoiding, avoiding these foods. One, processed foods and sugar. High sugar consumption increases chances of diabetes, which leads to erectile dysfunction and suppressed testosterone. I haven't heard that word on this show in forever. I'm sorry, diabetes. Oh, there it is. (laughs) Now I am familiar. That leads to erectile dysfunction, suppressed testosterone. One leading hormone doctor told the website, eat this. Deep fried foods, avoid it. Filled with fats and acids that can lead to coronary artery disease, diabetes, and high blood pressure. One health journal pointed out that fatty foods can lead to sexual dysfunction. Beer and cocktails. Alcohol might make it more difficult to reach the finish line. They said avoid microwavable popcorn. Hmm. The popcorn bag's oily coating contains a chemical that can disrupt hormones and lower testosterone levels. Those bags are bad, real bad. I turned some friends on to the silicone microwave. Yeah, dude. The Ellie and Ollie stuff. Uh, and it, I mean, any any of like the, the, the pure kernels that you're popping in that silicone thing, amazing. Look up. Silicone popcorn microwave popcorn maker. It is a first of all, the popcorn tastes better. So much better. You would never go back to that bag crap. You never go back to the bag crap. And it's just as easy as using the bag. Yeah, and you're avoiding this hormone changing cancer thing. The silicone popcorn popper for the microwave. It is a game. I love popcorn. That is my favorite snack. That is a game changer. And they said avoid fatty red meat. The meat may cause you to produce more bad cholesterol, increasing your risk for heart disease and erectile dysfunction. All right, these are five foods that are destroying your sex life. And uh, finally, a, a new poll asked how many people you've kissed in a romantic way throughout your life. Any, uh, any, would you fashion a guess? I would say probably around... How many people around, have you kissed in a romantic way throughout your life? I would say it is around, give or take, 5 to 10, 30. Holy smokes, bruh. 30? I don't, I don't think that's a high in number. In a romantic no, way? You're right. That seems totally reasonable. Mine is just extremely low. I'm just thinking, cause I'm thinking of my, low. I'm thinking of my sex number, and then I go, well, okay, all of those, and then... People that I've done other things with, not sex. Yeah. I'm putting those numbers in there. There was a time in college where I was kind of a whore, where I would make out with whoever, wanted to make out. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. So I, I put would, those in there too. I would say probably between 10 and 15. Yeah, I'm there too. Somewhere around there. Scott just won. Maybe right? a few. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scott. I want your number, Scott. Love you, Grandma. <laughs> what do you think the most common response was? 20. Oh, oh man. Uh, well, romantic, uh, so that means a relationship, right? Well, I guess not. In a romantic way. I mean, that's not necessarily a relationship. No, that's just not a relationship. You know, okay, before hook up. you say romantic way, are we talking about kissing sexually? Are we talking about, like, 
Uh, You're talking about like, I like you. kissing or making out. In a romantic way. I don't know. How, yeah, how do you see romantic? candles. See, I immediately no. just went, when you say we kiss in a romantic way, I went, make out. Yeah. It, that's it, what my brain It's said. a kiss that's not family. Come on, man. Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah, so my answer is 30. It's a kiss Around 30. I'll say Look at Don Juan over here. I, I wouldn't. Hey, trust me. Yeah, hey, buddy. hey, we all know, and I'm just saying it. And I'm sorry if you are one of these people, but <laughs> there was a time in my life where I was quantity over quality, and that is. <laughs> kiss, I fully admit that, and, and I don't. I don't feel great about it, but that is just how I was. I hey, was a we met, real man. bad person. <laughs> where, yeah, where was the study? Um, where, where was it done, or do we know the demographics? I don't know. This they is just, just did they a, do it at a mall? These or were old thousands of home? people surveyed. I'm gonna say ten. I'm going to say 40. That's the most common response. You say 40? Scott says I'll say, 10. I'll, I'll say Tony's probably closer to the average. The most common response was 5 to 10. Oh, get yes. out. Really? There's a whole bunch of liars that were, this was this was taken at some church yeah, where they, they monitored It was the same percentage for men their, and women. They were doing it next to their new spouses. That's a, that's a giant lie, man. I, I don't care who you say. And I think the dudes gave a different answer because they don't make out with chicks. And the girls no, get an answer the guys would then inflate like, their answer. No, I don't think so because having sex guys and making out is, their answer. Having sex and making out are two different things. Making out, you big wuss, you and your no, lady. I don't think so. I think what? guys. I think guys. You don't inflate think that? all their numbers. Someone if, would call someone the, a wuss for making out with a. If the question was, was a woman, no, this Moon, is a, think about when think did a, the world flip? Time out. Think of St. Louis. If I went out on the streets of St. Louis and I asked a guy, "When's the last time you romantically kissed a woman?" Or if oh, I said, if you did it with that facial hair, if you did it with that facial hair and that tone of voice, I'm not sure what answer yeah, I'm lying. You guys are living in, with rose-colored <laughs> like glasses kissing? on. If you think I that think people guys are, gonna... are inflating both their their makeout numbers and do you think it's the rule of three in this case? You know, like the sex numbers multiply. Yeah, like the gals divide it by three and the guys you multiply Maybe. by three. Tony, I think you do need to go on the street and ask that. But start it off with a, excuse me, sir, do you like kissing? Yeah, I got <laughs> questions. Uh, let me see. Twenty percent. Twenty percent of people said five to ten. Twenty-seven percent picked options that are less than five. With three percent saying they haven't kissed anyone yet. Man, for my thirty percent more than ten. Twelve percent claiming it's twenty-six or more. Uh, men were more likely to say twenty-six or more. Okay. Now I was at first going that doesn't really matter, but now it does. Where this was conducted and who they asked always matters because there's people that say that they haven't even kissed anyone at all romantically. Mm-hmm. I need who are you talking to? Dude, who, I need that, to know those, the those sample are younger size. folks. There's a lot. Uh, that's of what I'm thinking, man. Right that's now. what I'm thinking. Especially What's, with 2020, like imagine hitting 16 at 20 in 2020. I think guys will inflate their numbers regardless of it's making out or. I have one buddy. He's called the uh, the optimist in the two SG world, but he uh, he said the first girl he kisses is one he's going to marry, and he got married when he was right after college to the first girl he ever kissed, and they've been married forever now. What it's a pretty cool. <laughs> it's amazing. It's pretty awesome. I mean, I don't know if I'd necessarily say that. Chris, but... I, I think it's cool. <laughs> I, th- I think it's cool too, Scott. I wouldn't necessarily go. Yeah. He's the loser. Optimist. All right. <laughs> well, if anything, nope. All right. Here's the turn. <laughs> Put on the blinker. Listen, if you haven't kissed anybody yet, it's because you're home using this thing all the time. And now, the Roger Ebert of dildos. Here's Patrico with another Rizzuto Show sex toy review. You got you to get out there. You got you to gotta put yourself out there. Yeah. All right, what do we got today? Well, guys, this toy isn't really all that freaky, isn't all that extreme. I'm just actually, honestly, quite impressed by this toy. It's the Music Activated Vibe Egg. Oh, now, 
here's what it is, Riz. And if you look at this picture that I have provided for you guys, this lovely lady is wearing a necklace of some sort, and it's got some circle design on it. And then she's also pulling something out of her pocket. Imagine what's in her pocket is not supposed to be in her pocket. It's supposed to be somewhere else. Riz, oh, it's that? supposed yeah. to be Baba. Oklahoma? And that necklace she's wearing is actually a speaker. Okay? Oh, that's a speaker. Like, not a, like, not a, a controller? Well, it's, a, it's a microphone or something. It's, oh, it registers it sound. Oh. Okay? okay? So if you start singing. So think about this. Think about this going into the review. This is $45 or $49. Uh, four out of five stars, the average review. This guy gives it four stars. They say, I bought this for my girlfriend, and she absolutely loves it. When we are cleaning the house on a Saturday afternoon, I tell her to put it on, and we get to work. The microphone is super sensitive. Sometimes if I drop something, it fires off. That's really the only downside of this. The strength of the vibe is exactly what I was hoping for. We got over the slight delay between the beat of the song and the vibrations, but it definitely kept us on our toes. This toy is super small, so it's easy to wear while you are out mm. and about. She did wear it to a music festival and had to remove it a few hours in because she was already exhausted. Okay, I get what this is. In all truth, buying this, you know that you are buying a novelty toy. The speaker picks up most music, and it sort of vibes to the beat. Almost would say it just randomly buzzes when it picks up sound. However, the toy is designed and made to do one thing, and it did that multiple times. Four out of five stars. So you wear this thing, it's a microphone, and let's say you're at Point Fest, you're listening to Papa Roach, and yeah. the sound from the music yeah. makes the thing that you have. It makes you wonder if mm -hmm. you can belch or break wind and see if yeah, it will. He said he dropped something and it set it off. And it's like a feedback loop, too, if the one thing makes you <laughs> make noise. Yeah. And then it's just you're like, make noise and, and now you you're trapped going. in the feedback yeah. loop. Yeah. How do you get out of that? It's <laughs> a pretty neat. This is a pretty neat thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of wow. gals out there like I've always wondered how I could get 311 into my sex. Well, if you if you look at the picture and you see somebody wearing this, you know just go up to him and go. Ah! <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know oh hey, you know, you know what's funny though is that this toy here. When I saw this toy, read what it does, and then saw that it was 50 bucks, I went, "This is garbage." Because something like that to work well, how it should, is going to be more should, than yeah, 50, 50 bucks. But well, they said there's a delay too. So how yeah. how annoying is that? Uh, that's your sex toy of the week, and those were your sexy time fun facts. The pseudo show, traffic and weather. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Moon has your sport. Hey, this is Jim Florentine, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I mean, you're a grown man. Are you still doing birthdays? You know what I mean? That, that's for kids. Birthdays are for kids. All right, great. So it's your birthday. I'll meet you at Chuck E. Cheese. We'll play some games and have some cake. Yay. So I do want to uh, start out by saying, uh, officially, I'm sorry to our buddy Polo. Lo Polo Asensio. Lo siento, amigo. So last week, uh, and I'll, I'll vouch this for both of us, uh, we accused Polo of not making his picks for the Thursday night game. Uh, Polo did pick his Thursday night game. He just picked that one game and not the rest yeah. of Sundays. It was confusing. New system, we're still getting used to how it looks. But too, so, I would, Polo, I was quick to jump on you. Listen, you're new to the show here. You're, you're a new teammate. These things tend to happen. Yeah, so don't cry about my, it. My... My favorite part. Hey. Uh, oh, my favorite part man. about it is when I texted him. I put, I put, man, come on! You forgot to make your pick for Thursday night. And his response back was, uh, "Perfect, especially for Polo." He put, "Wrong. I did pick, just wrong." <laughs> well, I, I, sh I shouldn't have jumped on you. What I did was no bueno. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's, so sweet. that's all right. Riz went, a, Riz went a little loco. I went loco. Yeah, I just, I just want to win. I just 
want to win. Tell you what, man, you're only going to be sorry for a minute. And then you're going to be angry. I just want to win. Well, do you want, let's go over. We will. You want you want to do the let's let's do the fast lane racial pick 'em challenge. You want to do that first? Let's do that. Let's do that right now. Let's get it out of the way. Okay. I'm, I'm All right, let's, very disappointed. You're going to be I, I much more disappointed. Well, let's do individually how the ratio did. Okay, in first place. Thank you. With nine wins. What? So, guys, first place was nine. I yeah, heard somebody say we did, did terrible. And you had, you had more than anybody on our team or their team. Nobody had nine on theirs. Riz. I did my part, guys. I did my part. That's impressive. In so, by the way, nine out of 16, not great. No. No, and by the way, just to let you know, just as a gentle reminder, Moon just said that's the highest out of everybody. Yeah. Out of all 10 people competing, nine was the highest. I did my job, guys. Yep. Yes, you yeah. did. How did everybody else do? Well, second uh, place did their job because that was me. It was with a seven. I don't even know why we're applauding that. <laughs> with five. Oh, boy. Five. Patrico. Oh, man. Five. I'm not, not going to say nothing. <laughs> Five. Oh, no. I texted Riz last night, and what did I say to you? I'm not good at making football picks. I said, picks. I am not good at making football picks. Also I not. with five, King Scott. Uh, so, Lo Ciento for last week, Polo, or for the first pick, but in last place with four, oh. Polo. Oh, Polo. Oh, so I'm assuming he did forget to make the rest of his picks. Oh, Polo. Oh, Polo. Oh, listen, man, no. I'm just kidding because I only got one more right than you. So Yeah, four. Now, it Is can, there a chance for him to? It can change a little bit uh, with the picks. Currently, and then here's, here's the real question because the fast lane has three on us. They currently have 33. We have 30. Uh, with the Cowboys and Giants tonight, currently we can't change. I mean, we can't. Uh, we can't win. We, we can't win because we have two for the Cowboys. They have three. So even if the Giants win... We only gave so how points. many points total do they have? They have 33 right now. We have 30. Okay, so there's no way. We, we only have two. Unless. Is this- can we change the pick? No. You cannot change the Monday, night, the, the Monday night pick due to strategy? I'm logging in right now just to see. see if I'm not going it. to. I'm not going to change my pick, but I'm going to log in just to see. Move. I'm cheap not going to do that. No, competition is competition. This. You're going to allow me to throw a pass? I'm so going to throw a pass. Me, do you... Is this meaning? Uh, if can you, you change the, a pick? Yeah. You can. <gasps> okay, well then I say we pull strategy here. They're, they're, I want nothing to do with this. What I'm do out. you mean? The, 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 if the capability is is here, yeah. it is there it's as legal. well. It's legal. This is very legal. Who does Polo? Okay, who does Polo have? I for believe Monday? Polo has Cowboys. So who do you want me to switch to? You had Cowboys as well. I had G- the Giants, right? Right. So yeah. currently, I, I believe I have the Cowboys. Right. So they have three with. Picks on the Cowboys. I have the Giants. I have the Giants as well. If all five of us are on Giants and the Giants win, oh, even then we can only gain two, right? Ah, oh, crap. It's over. It's over. Damn it. But is there a chance tonight that our last place flips? Uh, yes. Yes, because the Cowboys, uh, if the Cowboys win. Oh, hell, it just changed my pick. If the Cowboys win, Polo has five. You said you have the Giants, so it will be a three-way tie at five unless uh, – because he has the, the Cowboys as well. Okay, so what do we do in the event of a tie? I think – So there's one of two things we can do. We can either do what we've done in the past, which is everybody gets shot, or we can do whoever's name is at the bottom because it's not by alphabetical order. I think everybody gets shot. Okay. You we make the call, man. The I think everybody gets shot so because it's going to be— We have to pick be... the score. It doesn't matter. I think last year, even if it was the score was different and all that mm-hmm. stuff— 
didn't we do it at near the end? It was everybody no. gets shot, or did we look at the tiebreaker? I don't know was, how they're ranking people on this. It was down. To it's the by tiebreaker. The ranking is done by tiebreaker. So if there are four people that have five correct, the whoever is closer with the score is ranked to above everybody else. Right, okay, so and then if we they break it down. That's what the plus number is. That's the point. Okay, so I think we got to do. I think we got to do then tiebreaker. Yeah. So okay. So whoever is at the every week on Tuesday when we open up the Pick'em leaderboard, whoever Riz Show member is at the very bottom or the farthest down, they get shot that week. Yeah. So so you have Cowboys. He has Cowboys. Yeah. So if the Cowboys win, you jump up out of last place, and it's a tie between Scott and Polo, and it comes down to tiebreaker. Yep. That's it. Wow. That's cool, guys. Yes. We are o two and one. I got to figure this out because I'm yeah. a, my, my pick, I think my pick just changed, and I don't want it to change. We all better figure this out. Okay. Uh, because it's embarrassing. I, I was really thrilled. I was like, man, I found, a, I think, a pretty trustworthy website. I looked up what was the uh, yeah, yeah. most successful news site or whatever picking what site games are you going last to? year. I want to lose my picks.com. Yeah, it was free. <laughs> I want to disappoint my team.com. Yeah. As it's org. free, man. It's a good deal. Jeez. All right, here's sports. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Sports. Sports brought to you by DB's Sports Bar and Grill in Sular. Come down for Sunday football, drink specials, delicious food, and free football bingo with gift card prizes. Well, it happened. Actually, you know what? Let's let's start it off with a little rewind back to Sir Albert Pujols' first Major League Baseball home run. That ball hammered, and we have a tie game. First career big league home run. And after watching this kid in batting practice and that swing right there, it will not be nearly the last. Was he right? Now, wow. Mama Moon, I was next to her when this happened, and I remember her saying, that man right there, after seeing his swing, he's going to hit 700 home runs someday. She called it. She called it. Mama Moon in L.A. My God. An absolute baseball genius. Mama Moon knew it. We all knew it. Albert Pujols slugged his way into baseball immortality. He hit two home runs Friday night against the Los Angeles Dodgers, becoming the fourth player in the 700 home run club. Here is the call. Albert Pujols homered earlier tonight. He is one swing away from 700 career home runs. And, you know, I don't care about this guy's call. I want to hear the I Rooney know. call. I know. That was uh, my sister-in-law. She bought tickets for the Saturday game and went to that, all in hopes that it would happen on Saturday. Nope. And she went to the uh, the boring game. I don't have the, the, the Rooney call, but I do have the absolute heartbreak for Danny Mac. Not not yeah. hearing the Danny Well, there's Danny a lot Mac. of butthurt people because the game was on Apple TV. On, on And they're all upset at Apple TV. It has nothing to do with Apple TV. If you're going to be mad at anybody, it's you Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball should have made a deal where if there is some kind of historic event happening, yeah, yeah. that show it locally, you jerks. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real bummer. It's a real bummer. Because you know, for Danny too, like he's, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't know this, I haven't talked to Danny about it, but you know, he's, he like, he knew what he was going to do, and then his energy was going to take over. It would have, it just would have been. Well, yeah. and they gave it to John Rooney because Danny Mac was sitting in the booth for the radio call on KMOX, and uh, it was John Rooney, it was a Ricky Horton, and. And Danny Mac sitting in the studio. They, every time Pulos came up, they gave the call to to Rooney, which is which is the, the right thing to do. Um, 
But yeah, everybody's bummed out that Danny Mac wasn't able to call both those home runs. But that is absolutely Major League Baseball's fault. And do you see that Danny's tweet to the uh, fellow that made the call? He was like so nice and just complimentary and said he well, was excited for him. Was called a jerk. <laughs> but no, this is really cool. It was, it was very nice. Uh, we, we, Tony's pulling off the, the Rooney call. All right, this here. I you think got this it? is it. Yeah, this says this is, it says KMOX broadcast call Albert Pool's seventh hundredth home run. Right, so, got rules with the widespread stance, arms out over the plate from KMOX. Bickford from the stretch, the one-one pitch, a swing, and there it goes left field, way back. That's home run number seven hundred. Pujols hits a three-run homer. And he hit 699 and 700 <laughs> at Dodger Stadium on September 23rd, 2022. DLR sneaked in there. 23 p.m. Pacific time. Yeah. Albert is now in a class only with Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, and Babe Ruth. The other record he increased was uh, with the two blasts was for most home runs hit off of different pitchers, with 699 being hit off his 444th pitcher and 700 off of his 445th. Uh, the fan who caught the ball from Albert uh, for his 700th uh, career home run reportedly intends to keep it, turning down multiple offers for the ball. At least that's the last that I read. Uh, the man turned down a small fortune. He didn't take the stadium's offer of hot dog, popcorn, and beer. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, I did, I did like the fact that when Pools was asked, they said, hey, so how about getting that ball back? And he said, souvenirs are for the fans. He can keep it. He said, quote, if they want to give it back, that's great. But at the end of the day, I don't focus on material stuff. Okay. That's a cool. Cardinals play tomorrow in Milwaukee at 640. That, that guy said that he plans on keeping the ball until somebody comes over and says, I'll give you X amount. And he yeah, goes, okay, okay, cool. Okay. Until it's reached its max value. Um, six clubs have successfully secured a spot in the 12-team bracket thus far, meaning there are still six playoff berths up for grabs. The Guardians become the latest team to qualify for the playoffs on Sunday by clin clinching the AL Central title, joining the Yankees, the Braves, the Mets, uh, and the Astros, uh, plus the NL West champion Dodgers. Uh, three of MLB's six division races, including the NL East and Central, uh, yet to be decided. Cardinals magic number is four. St. Louis Blues President and CEO of Business Operations Chris Zimmerman and CarShield CEO Nick Hamilton announced today that the two organizations have entered into a five-year partnership agreement. Or This was a couple days ago. Uh, the partnership will include numerous marketing assets through the Blues platform highlighted by CarShield becoming the official road helmet sponsor mm. of the Blues. So that's what you'll see on the helmets. Uh, this is uh, somewhat breaking news that I read today. The NFL is replacing the Pro Bowl. Uh, with week-long skills competitions and a flag football game. Great. That's what I, dude, I this is a good pull idea. the tape. Yeah, Every year it. around the Pro Bowl, I said, why don't they just do a skills competition, make it a bigger, yeah. grander thing, and yeah, now they have. Okay. Uh, the new event will replace, <laughs> they'll replace the full there contact. No you Thank you, Fizz. The full contact showcase started in 1951, and it's now, uh, the whole thing is going to be called the Pro Bowl Games. I think they took that right yeah, out of your Pro mouth. Pro Bowl. Yep. Is a snooze so, ball. So boring. Uh, crappy week. I'll put all the details up on the uh, on the blog. Crappy week for NFL scores as we just went over. The Chiefs blew it and were upset by the Colts. Bears beat the Texans. Panthers, Panthers beat the Saints. Titans over Raiders. Bengals beat the Jets. Uh, the still undefeated Dolphins beat the Bills. I know Donnie's bummed. Uh, Eagles smoked the Commanders. Vikings over Lions. Ravens beat the Patriots. And the Jaguars smashed the Chargers. Dude, the Jaguars are for real. The Jaguars are for real. I'll wait until they lose like three in a row. 38 to 10. A delay of game penalty stunted the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' chances of a two-point conversion to tie the game. Despite not scoring in the second half, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers held on for the victory over Tom Brady. Packers over Bucks 14-12. 
Rams beat the Cardinals, Falcons beat the Seahawks, Broncos beat the 49ers, and the Cowboys and Giants are tonight for Monday Night Football. I'm Moon. That's your sports because feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Get on up. It's bobsled time. Thank you, Moon. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Yeah, we're going to make our uh, our now what's going to be yearly pilgrimage to uh, Kansas City on November the 13th. It'll I be so the thrilled. Chiefs and Jaguars at Arrowhead. How about that? Yeah, we thought we were going to see a blowout, but it turns out yeah, it may be a game. Be a good game. Could be a real good game with playoff implications. Are you going to wear Jaguars gear? Uh, probably, yeah. And, and you I know mean, what? I'm I a Jags think, fan, so. Uh, and, and as you should. Uh, and I think you will be Yeah, I think you'll be embraced. fine. Yeah, man. I think you'll be totally like, fine. As long as you're not a jerk. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be... Despite what everybody thinks, <laughs> I'll tell you I'm, what. I'm, not, I'm, I'm very respectful when it comes to that stuff, and I'm just gonna—I'm just there to have a good time. That's it. Hey, those Cowboys fans that were sitting by us last year at that game—I'm gonna be nowhere on their level, no, and they, they survived. Yeah. So, what, what was what, what was the always right saying? here, <laughs> right now? <laughs> I tell you what—I'll grow this mustache, and I'll just be security for you. No yeah, one's perfect. gonna mess with you. For Fantastic. Right. Right. Send me your emails. Hey, this is David Tell, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Nah. Boy, what a real treat. Am I right, fellas? Wow. Got some food in here from uh, Heavy Smoke, who catered uh, backstage on Saturday over at, at Point Fest. I know uh, the owner, Chris, is here. Yeah. yeah he's okay, so so they're going to announce something you know, on the show today, especially doing at their, uh, their place up there in St. Charles. But did you grab one of the King Scott sandwiches? Yeah. Did yeah. you bring it out with you? You left a trail of pulled pork on the way out. <laughs> dude, all, yeah, dude yeah. all the way. I, I had just, it on a napkin. I literally picked it up. Like, literally, it was like Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> Go find King Scott with the heavy smoke barbecue Did you trail. get it on the white carpet outside? Dude, oh, the big boss will come by. check right now. We got to call Zero Res immediately. <laughs> all right. I don't know. Kiowski just walked past. I'm sure he'll let me know if I did. Oh, boy. That's scary. That's, that's that that whatever I egg put roll. On a napkin. Whatever egg roll that was, I jeez. Yeah, that's the uh it's got brisket and all kinds of stuff in Man, it. yummy. Oh, we'll get Chris here in, a, in here in, a, in just a second. Chris is like an award-winning barbecue guy. Yeah, I see world why. Champ. World champ. I see Two why. Different that, times. That thing, uh the King Scott sandwich is spectacular. Yeah. And then those sides, you said it matters that sides matter. Si- yeah, sides, and sides matter. Sides, sides matter. Sides Dude, matter. if there's not a barbecue joint that literally has on the back of their shirt sides matter, there will be sides now. matter. <laughs> All right, some of your emails, ratio one oh five seven the point dot com. All right, and your emails are brought to you by Scrapmart Metals Recycling. Recycle your old metal responsibly at one of our three locations. Uh, Riz, I'm going to jump here. I grabbed the wrong sheet, so I'm going to jump over oh, okay. to that one there, okay? Go ahead. Uh, uh, hello, gentlemen. I'm here to hey. give Moon an answer, or at least my answer to why I spit in the urinal when I go pee. Oh, this yeah, This is yeah. something, Moon, you've questioned it, this for it, a very long time now. The makes no sense. It's pretty much the same reason Riz spits his gum out while walking into the bathroom. I feel like poop when articles. I walk into the bathroom, it's filled with microscopic poo flakes. Oh, that's that's it. Oh, but now you're opening your mouth. And when my mouth is filled with saliva, then that now contains poo flakes, so I spit in the urinal. Keep- I don't get that though. I don't really yeah, if understand. If you open your mouth and you spit, there's a chance that, that even though it's going the other way, some of that could go back in. Yeah, you're but more poo actually, particles in your mouth y- spitting. You know what? Uh, I understand that. <laughs> th- thank you. <laughs> thank you. That, that Did he just a- convince you? Well, yeah, that, that is a reasonable explanation. It just hadn't been explained, and I was like, there is no reason for this in my mind. Now, now you put you a get reason. It. You know what? It actually kind of reminds me, Johnny Venus of Greek Fire and Teenage Airbags, mm-hmm. he has the thing that he doesn't eat. Before he eats, pay attention. Before he eats, he does this. He goes, he 
He has this blows thing on with, his fingers? where he blows on his fingers because he grew up with a whole bunch of dogs. And he felt oh, like there hair. was always hair uh, everywhere. Makes sense. And he's like, I don't want hair in my fingers if I'm grabbing my food. And he and he still does it. There's no dogs anywhere in this man's life. And he's every hey, time. You, Scott, you want to go grab Chris? Yeah. Bring I'll him in here. Let's talk to Chris from uh, Heavy Smoke. That makes sense. I appreciate the email. That really does. Now now I won't judge people. <laughs> uh, next. Uh, I'm in search of some words of advice, and I figured what's uh, the worst that you guys could say. Uh, this is basically for Riz and for Moon. Uh he says, I can't help because his boy is the same age as mine. His son is five years old, and for the last two-ish years, I haven't got upset about this, but he's finally at the line. He says, whenever my son gets mad at me, his go-to move is to smack me in the giblets. Oh. <laughs> he says his mother and I have tried explaining to him that it hurts when he actually connects, and just two weeks ago, this guy, his kid put him on the ground. He says, what can I do besides returning the favor because that's well, what I Well, I think do. you should put him up for adoption. <laughs> hey, no adoption jokes from that side oh, of the I'm table, sorry. But I know somebody who was adopted. Oh, so okay. Well, I then it's fine. I know somebody that was adopted, <laughs> I too. I didn't give you permission. Uh, hey, let's ask our guest here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Chris from Heavy Smoke. Hey, What's up, guys? All right, Chris. Paint, all right, paint uh, the snare. Okay, you so got any kids, Chris? I do. Nine-year-old daughter. A nine-year-old? Okay. Okay, five-year-old boy. And anytime the five-year-old gets in trouble or gets mad, his go-to move is to punch dad right in the business. Oh, my gosh. He says, what can we do to stop this? Because when we say, don't do that anymore, that means nothing to a five-year-old kid. So he's asking these guys for advice. How do I, I stop this? I put him up for adoption. Moon yep. thinks that's a bad idea. Being the adopted one. Well, yeah. Again, I know somebody who's and adopted. And adoption, so make those adoption goes yeah. well. Adop adoption is spectacular. I'm not I, saying that. I say wear a cup because then it doesn't affect you. And then when there's no other problems with it, the kid just stops doing it. When he sees it doesn't bother you. Ooh, great idea. A steel cup. So next yes. time he does it, he gets hurt. Yeah, bring yeah. your hands. On yeah. Maybe you find a cup that has spikes on it or yeah. something. Like let's cause let's cause real damage. Fine. You want to you want a cup with spikes on it? I get you one. Five year old is school age. If well, you haven't like nipped this in the bud by now, like you yeah. you got a disciplinary. Issue I'm thinking made. I'm thinking about my you son. You punish the crap out of him is what you got to do. Yeah. You, you, no, 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 like, no, no, no. Be like, yo, we kid. don't hit or kick. You are five. You're yeah. not a toddler. You I'm thinking in my head if he does away. it. I'm thinking if he does it. If my son does it once, we're ending it right there. Yeah, that that's the last time it does it. If he does it multiple times, he's in trouble. And he is in trouble. Yeah, and you and don't need by to be disciplining, I mean it's bam, and it's cool. Go in your room. You ain't coming out. This sounds, this sounds terrible, but what if you do it back? Well, see, that's yeah, what one of our buddies just texted and said. You do it right back. <laughs> do it right back. Gosh, that's such a terrible image, isn't it? Well, the, 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 the most pissed I've ever been at my son, and he had to have been three years old. He I was know going, this. He was going between my legs. Like, just, you know, we're just horsing around. Yeah, yeah. And he bit me in my inner <gasps> thigh. I remember. And I saw... Stars. <laughs> I, I I also thought you were going to say that the most time the anger the most anger you ever had towards your daughter was when you were lifting her up into the car seat and remember she oh I was in the you. I was in the parking lot of Sweet Tomatoes and I was she didn't want to go in the car seat she was yeah she was it was the flail mm -hmm. she was kicking her legs and hit me in the nuts I mean I'm talking square put me down on one knee and I started crying <laughs> 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 oh. right there in the parking lot. Oh. Uh, yeah, that happens Yay. when they're like three, not when they're five. Yeah, when they're five, he should he he should know better, or if not know better, you should at least be able to say to him at five years old, "We're not doing this anymore." Or how about this you're punished over. and you're I'm taking everything away from you? I hate to put it on the dad, but like he's an adult, shouldn't he be able to block? Shouldn't he be like? <laughs> no, kids are quick. You are right. Come kids on. are quick. They'll surprise kids are quick. you. Yeah, but third graders, I mean, we could take on what 10, 15? You gotta punish the crap out of them. <laughs> take everything away. The kid probably has an iPad. No iPad. No 
cartoons. He probably has You're an done. iPad in one hand while punching with the other. You're done with I'm, everything. I'm glad that you said punish and not discipline because when you say discipline, people immediately think spanking and like punishing and disciplining are really kind of two different things. Even disciplining, there's ways to discipline without spanking, but that word is associated with Go it. Go in the timeout corner forever. We're just You're talking done. about, we're just talking about, hey, if I'm just telling you right now, the next time that you punch daddy there, there are going to be consequences. Oh, they're like, well, I'm taking away stuff. You are in trouble. You can't go here. Say, go punch mommy there and see what she does. You think you see discipline as worse I'm not than say- punishment? What are you talking about? I think about? it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Okay, I, I thought you were like I'm saying when you them. use the word discipline, yeah. you use the word discipline, people associate it with spanking. Oh, wow. Okay. You don't think I, I that? Don't, no, I, I don't personally. Maybe I some, do. Maybe Immediately I does. do. If you punish a kid for doing something wrong, you punish him. I took away I took away his iPad. If I'm disciplining my son, I still think that's taken away, but I think people would associate well, that with I discipline him. Spank him. You're done. You're I think done, if you're son. wearing a tie, you discipline, but if you're not in a tie, you punish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's talk to Chris. Chris Schaefer's here from Heavy Smoke, and uh, I tell you what, you guys were... Terrific yesterday, backstage, uh, well, not yesterday, Saturday, catering backstage at Point Fest. Delicious. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. Uh, my favorite, so the mac and cheese was terrific. Cool. Mac and cheese was great. Those, uh, yeah, the sausage you guys had out there was. Mm. That sausage was, I mean, I went back for, I'm pretty sure, fourths. <laughs> we uh, we worked on that recipe with a, a local company out of Highland, Illinois called Cordy Meat Processing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're good. They you know, take care of a lot of the competition guys and stuff. And they actually seasoned it with our rubs that we use and had a couple batches come dude. back and forth. And when they nailed it, we all were like, oh, my God, like, this dude's it. so good, and then, man. And now we got to where we sell it raw, frozen in the restaurant so people can take it home and cook it for themselves because yep. it's so popular. That's nailed fantastic. It. So you are a two-time world champion pitmaster. Yeah. So when did you win? So uh, they have a, it's called the KCBS Invitational. You have to have won a championship to go cook it. Uh, I won it in 2019, and I won it again in November 2021. Look at this guy. We've got a world champ here. Yeah. World champ. We've got a world Somebody champ. Somebody get him a belt. So how many yeah. how many other people are in the competition? The first time I won it, there was 94 there from all over the world. Dang. And this time, there was 111. Look at this guy. Dang, that's spectacular, man. Right. And we do, we, we know, we, it's a year-long points chase. It's kind of like NASCAR, mm-hmm. and they, they take your top 10 scores, and we finished third in the world the last two years, so I'm cur- currently sitting fifth in the world. So kind of just a local St. Louis guy that loves barbecue, and I've kind of figured it out, if that makes sense. Yeah, how that's did you awesome. dial it in? Like, what was the what was the one thing? Like, this is it. This is my competition barbecue. Well, like 10 years ago, you know, I, I had a buddy of mine that was doing competition barbecue and I, I worked in a restaurant through high school and college. And he's like, you want to come try this? And I'm like, oh, okay. And I show up and he's like, you're cooking chicken. I was like, I thought I was watching. And I remember getting like 36 plays out of 38 teams. And I was like, I wouldn't last. Like yeah, I, was yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I was so stoked. And, and you built I, on that. I'm just, I'm, I'm a maniacal guy that like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it crazy. You know, yeah. and that winter I probably cooked a thousand chicken thighs in the first competition. The next year I got first place and it was like, crap, where'd this guy come from? But yeah. I was always like, I'm going to outwork everybody. Body to on my on my craft, you know, and so I just work like a madman. Who are your your barbecue idols? Oh, uh, Tuffy Stone. If you know Tuffy Stone, he's on the Pitmasters and everything. Um, he's he's it for me, man. He's he's a six time world champion, and uh, he's like they call him like the he's like the scientist, right? He's mm-hmm. like the guy with like the spreadsheets and yeah, analyzing yeah. everything, and it's just he's like a super good dude, and uh, it's just I kind of model after him. Yeah. So as a world champ, what is uh, the one piece of advice you would give for the at home? Uh, barbecuist. Like well, what? What are, what are people doing? 
What are people doing Barbecuist. wrong? Barbecueist. That's right. awesome. I made that word. Yeah, I love that. Pitmaster. The biggest thing is everybody always wants to know like how long something takes to get mm-hmm. done, and it has nothing to do with time. It has everything to do with tenderness, right? And so like you get a good thermometer, and you don't pay attention to the temperature. You pay attention to how it feels going into the meat, right? And when it's tender, it's done. And if it's four hours or it's 10 hours, it takes what it yeah. takes, you know? And people are always like, hey, what temperature do you cook a brisket to? And I always say done degrees. Like, it's done when it's done, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so many people are like, hey, I cooked these ribs three hours and they weren't good. And I'm like, well, you can cook, try four hours. Yeah, cook them till they're done. Maybe yeah. it's two and a half. Maybe it was three and a half, you know? Yes, yeah, so there's no time on it. It is just... When it's done, yep. it's done. Yeah, and people, you know, they, they always talk about cooking like low and slow. Like traditionally, low and slow barbecue and cooking all night long. You can cook at 350 degrees if you want. It's going to get done a lot faster. But then, like, your window of doneness is tiny. So yeah. you you got to be really good at, at hitting that, you know? So cook it however you want. Just know when it's done. Yeah, you got to be on it, don't you? Like, you got to yeah. check. What a great what a great answer if you really think about it, especially barbecue. Like I have and, and don't hate me for this, but I have an electric smoker at home. Yeah. Okay. And when I put stuff in there, what a wuss, right? I will yeah. look I will look <laughs> online. I will look online and I'll say, Oh, how long to smoke chicken wings? And I'll look online and it says, you know, at this temperature for this amount of time. And I have a general idea, but there's times where I gotta leave them in there for an hour, hour and a half longer, and it's because you just Know when things are done. Yeah, 100%. Like, they're done when they're done, like you said. And exactly. that's the smartest way to probably well, think about it or go into barbecue. When you get online and you look up, uh, like, every rib recipe, it's yeah. like, do it for two hours, wrap it, do it for whatever. I can I can look at a rack of ribs until it's done. I can pick right. it up and see how it bends and know it's done. You know, you can probe it with even a toothpick and how that goes in and comes out. You're like, this is done. Right? Yeah. It's so because you've made four thousand racks of ribs. Yeah, that's probably an understatement. <laughs> you know, that's what people say all the time. They're like, "Oh man, like you're really good at cooking brisket." And I was like, "Well, especially after opening the restaurant, I was like, you've cooked twenty in your life. I cooked twenty yesterday. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Yeah. You, you, you get pretty dialed in." Well, heavy smoke up next to. Uh, I'm trying to think of a landmark for pe- for people to. It's a right terrible next to la- direct. Yeah, terrible landmark. I always <laughs> say Bowie because people know where Bowie Funeral Home is in, in St. Peter's, and we're just right at the street next to Mattress Direct. Yeah, but right you guys, yeah, you guys are good buddies with the mattress direct guys yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we love Pat and the crew over there. Yeah, but yeah, you guys are right next door. Yeah, on that outer road. Yep. Uh, uh, and uh, man, you got a King Scott special. Yes. That you announce right here, right now. Yeah. Uh, was that what that is in that, there, dude? You had me at pretzel bun. <laughs> so good. Yeah. And, and, this, and, it's, it, and it's a different, and it makes a difference that it's a salted pretzel bun. It yes. blew my mind. The whole combo. Blew my mind, and I don't know if it's like a secret thing. Like, what what is the what is the dressing of of sorts right, right there? What so this so. this it's a pretzel bun because you know you, you go into places and you see those like pictures of those sloppy sandwiches and you mm-hmm. can't pick them up. They're like yeah. knife and fork things. Yeah. If we're gonna make a sloppy sandwich, we're gonna almost put it on pretzel bun because yeah. it's gonna hold up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's so, gonna be able to absorb some of those juices. Exactly. It does. Fall it right. does. Yeah. So we grill that uh, pretzel bun with uh, garlic butter to add a little a little there. It's got our slow smoke brisket on the top, mm-hmm. uh, the pulled pork. Uh, uh, queso, and then it's That's our what it is. and then it's our in-house white horseradish sauce, and then our house-made smoky apple barbecue sauce. Jeez. It is uh, it is a spectacular combination, and it like glues it all together and keeps it does. keeps it in yeah handable. And you can you now know. get this at Heavy Smoke. Yeah, starting today. Yeah. Starting today, and what are we calling it? The Eat Like a King special. Eat Like yeah. a King special. 
I can't believe my name's attached to something like this. this is I gotta, I gotta get Scott's approval for this probably, and I'll, I'll drop it on air. But we're gonna run this for two weeks. If the listeners come in and order a ton of it, I'm keeping it on the menu. Oh, dude! And, all right, yes. and I'm, I'm keeping, it it, I'm keeping it in Scott's name too because he deserves it, right? Oh my gosh! What an honor! Thank you. Go yeah. get the sandwich. Heavy Woo. smoke. What's the website? Heavysmokebbq.com. You can follow us on uh, Facebook. Heavy Smoke Barbecue. We do a lot of updates on there too. Dude, you guys are, uh, you guys are terrific. Appreciate it, man. Uh, the brisket was fantastic the other day. The egg roll. What's I would, in that thing. Oh, so that's a that's a Philly egg roll. So it's our brisket, uh, onions, peppers, provel cheese, and uh-huh. rolled in an egg roll. We roll them all in house. And Dude. so there's a lot of mornings that I'm in, I'm in the, the basement, uh, you know, rolling 100 egg rolls. I would punch somebody for that. Well, I yeah. would I would take <laughs> baths. Tony, I would bathe in whatever that potato casserole thing was that was oh, at yeah, Point that Fest. Was that was crazy, isn't it? I would bathe in that. What's funny is I purposely sent the coleslaw to Point Fest for you guys because I've never people be like, have you had this coleslaw? But like coleslaw our col- was good. People are always like, oh my gosh, what's in this coleslaw? Riz, as he finished up his plate, literally the last bite he took, he went, damn, even the coleslaw's legit. Yeah. <laughs> True. And That's I hate awesome. everything. Yeah, you That's do. Awesome. Yeah. My, my business partner's a chef over 25 years. And mm-hmm. we've, we literally cooked together in a restaurant when I was 15 years old. So we've been together for 30 years, right? And so all those sides, he scratch made, and he's like a real deal chef. He could go anywhere and do big things, but we've partnered up to like do our passion in barbecue. So oh, dude, all those scratch goes, made man. sides and everything compared with our competition style barbecue, it's been a good marriage. Well, you are not half-assing anything, I'll no. tell you that. Nope. Mm-hmm. And don't forget they do catering. And they, and they do uh, catering. Custom yeah, we do tons of catering. Yeah, so we do tons of weddings, graduation parties, work parties, stuff awesome. like that. So uh, that's if you want to get a hold of that, it's catering at heavysmokebbq.com. Cool, How do you cool. spell BBQ? Sure. <laughs> and with that, we're done. <laughs> with that, we're done. Chris, can I, can I, can I five-year-old him in the class? Yes, 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 please do. Chris, maybe smoke. All right, we'll take one final break. We're going to eat. We'll come back, and we'll uh, wrap it up. The Rizzuto Show. Oh, boy. Right? I'm exhausted. Today's show was exhausted. exhausting. Well, we did a lot of stuff today. Blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? Everything that we covered on the show today, some great news with Sexy Time Fun Facts, some bad news with the NFL pick them. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, we didn't do so well. But I think if you have not made your Monday Night Football one, you still can uh, pick it. We checked the, uh, the, uh, the site today. It looks like we're going to be down again. Uh, but um, this I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Uh, today, the podcast title is... Well, I want something that, uh, you know, would make us forget about the craziness. So I said, uh, it's uh, we didn't do so well. We didn't do so well. Yeah, we Wonderful. Want I don't want to talk about on. it. Yeah. Uh, also, follow us on our socials at R-I-Z-Z Show, especially this week, because if you didn't catch us at Point Fest, uh, the social media will catch you up on how our faces look. We got Handleballer over there. We got Porn Star here, and we got John Waters in there. So uh, we got we're rocking three... Badass-looking mustaches mm-hmm. for 2022. Like uh, don't forget, on the podcast this morning, first thing was King Scott's stand-up. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You, Catch up on how he did at his debut. His he's his now full, a, we have his full set. His now he's a professional. He was paid money to do stand-up at St. Louis Funny Bone. Yeah. How amazing is that feel? It felt feel? great, man. Okay. I got my first home run. It was good. So we got that. We also announced this morning we have partnered with Two Trees Distilling Company to create a very special commemorative bottle of bourbon whiskey, the official Two Trees Riz Show bourbon yeah. whiskey. Right on. It's out, and it's available at a lot of places already. Schnooks, Deerberg's, Total Wine, and more dirt cheap while supplies last. Hey, if you find a, if you find a, a bottle, grab a picture for uh, social media. Let us know where it's at. So we got that. Thanks to Heavy Smoke for lunch. Yeah. Heavy Smoke Barbecue up there in St. Charles next to Mattress Direct. 
and they got the King Scott sandwich up there, that eat like thing. a king. Wow, man. Yeah, swing by there. Because the fun thing, too, he said, I didn't know this was even a possibility, but if it uh, does well, they're going to keep it on the menu permanently. Yep. So that'd be awesome. And that's, no, that's it's a, a terrific tasty sandwich. Treat. Enjoy yeah. it. Have it for lunch today. Oh, uh, also, thanks to the uh, to the great frame up on, uh, on all of you for helping yep. us out with the. And if you're on, if you're on the Burton Kermit uh, shadow box, if you're on the webcam right now, I've got my camera face, so you can see it right now. It's going to be hung up by the door, so every time somebody enters in this point studio, they will see this amazing shadow box that's put up yeah. here. Yep. So, so thanks to the guys at the Great Frame Up for helping us out with that. All right, anything else, guys? No, man, that's, that's it. it. I think that's it. All right. Oh, tomorrow, hopefully, hopefully tomorrow we'll be able to announce the new real or fake punishment. Yeah. I was, yeah, we, we've, there's some things, there's some working parts, so if we don't have confirmation, we might have to kind of push back, and but this we got it. It will truly suck. This is loser. this is one of the most brutal ones that we've done in a very long time. It Yay. will truly suck for the person who loses. Very, very bad. All right, we leave you with a selection from our team members. Remember today, brought to you by Copper Fire Bar and Eatery in Belleville from St. Charles. Tyler Jones is our hey! The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.